We are now recording. Are we? Well, we, we are. are. Yeah. Uh, that's who's actually bad. starting this? Actually, we, did, we, 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 we didn't even goes. decide who was starting okay. this. Goes. Oh, gosh. That's Bowen's going. Uh, Welcome to Two and a Half Weeb, starring... Yeah, hello. Say, it's your boy. Say, ooh, ooh, no. Welcome to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing: is you give us any kind of any kind of uh, power, we are going to abuse it. Oh my hosts. <laughs> we're your hosts. Okay, my name guys. is Chloe. <laughs> Is this how we're going? Let's do a real intro. Oh my gosh. And from the top. Yeah, hello. Welcome to Two and a Half Weebs, slightly more casual anime podcast. I am one of your co hosts, the person that only watches an anime in this household, Ben Bowen. I also watch an anime. Thank you very much. But hello, I am. Uh, Dallas Garner, Lord of the Uwu. I mean, if that's what you want to claim, you can go ahead and claim it. Um, I am Clark Duncan. I am master of all romance anime. Mostly trashy (laughs) hair. Yes, trashy No, listen, listen, I'm I'm also watching a lot of mystery anime, okay, and... and You you took... Still like a solid... My recommendation list... On Verve, and it's now filled with harem crap. I take a full responsibility for that. Exactly. But it's been a while. It's been a while since I've watched a trashy harem show, okay? It's been a while. He's going on a bit of a cleanse. I I mean, I've watched some good romance flicks. Give it a month. Give it a month. I'll probably fill up your recommendations again. It just, you know, there aren't as many as people think. Or there are, and I've just gone through most of them. Um, I, mean, I think you've gone through a lot of the good ones. You yeah. haven't watched the Monster Musabe yet. I am not going to watch Monster <laughs> Musabe. That is one of the ones I will stay away from. Thank oh, you. Gosh. I have some standards. They aren't high, but they are there. <laughs> they are standards. They do exist. Well, today, uh, with some attempt at uh, getting on topic, we are talking about uh, anime otaku slash weeb culture. Uh, in a frame that normies can understand. That's right. Normal people. And so that's what the first the, the, <laughs> the first, first thing we're gonna talk about is, is normies. normies. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. Not complicated. <laughs> just normal person. It, it's just, it just a normal, normal person. person. Someone who doesn't quite uh, grasp the culture of. Of anime or and of just, otakus. Yeah. So technically, a normie can exist for every fandom. It's true. Group. Yeah. Like, it would just be someone who's not deep within that that subset fan, of that interests. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's not even necessarily exclusively to, in anime culture. Yeah. In video game and Reddit culture, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're just here in this episode to help everybody understand a lot of the terms, a lot of the culture behind it, and maybe some concerns a lot of people generally bring up with anime. Um, Why we love it. 
because a lot of people don't understand it. And you may still not understand it after this podcast, but hopefully you understand it a little bit more. Maybe. Hopefully. That's, not, probably that's, not. Our, that's our goal. Our <laughs> goal is... You'll likely still be judging us. Hardcore. Hard yeah. And we are okay with that. Yeah. That if means... anything, you might, end, you might like, like judge us more now that you like have yeah, yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. That's you, true. You'll learn more about our personal <laughs> We judge ourselves more. That's true. Um, yeah. So I guess the first thing... Um, the first thing you should know about a, a weeb is that it's not just about anime. It's about just Japanese culture in general. We just kind of enjoy it. Anime just seems to be the most um, widely widely known and kind of most visible. Yeah, like... It's also the easiest way to engage with, engage with the Japanese culture. Yeah, just it's wa- true. Like watching another country's media is the least effort way to... Kind of engage with to, the culture. To, to kind of dip your toe into it. Yeah. Yep. So, um, anime does just kind of reference. It's like short for animation, but it's very specific in, uh, in the way. Yeah. It, anime definitely is, is used in reference to J- Japan's anim- style of animation. Yeah. Uh, when used in like uh, reference to like other, we usually refer to like. Uh, Hollywood's animation as like Western animation, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's interesting that we say that though, because some people would say that uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender is anime when well, it's it not. Really depends it, on how you define the term. Yeah, it's like because you could say it's animation from Japan, but you could also say it's animation that's inspired by the style, the style, style it, that it, comes it, from Japan. If, if it's the style that's that the definition, then Avatar: uh, Last Airbender does count. Right. Uh, despite being made. Because it's still um, the same America. style. Yeah. Versus, like, American cartoons are more like things like... Uh, Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman or, like, um, uh, what's one of them speak Like, like SpongeBob. A, SpongeBob. Um, yeah. More... A different kid-friendly show. I would, I would say, like... <laughs> I'm just thinking anything... Yeah. Like, it just... Kids they're not necessarily nice-looking animation. Yeah, it's, meant it's to, more like... Roundish, it's roundish. It's meant to look ugly. jarring and ugly, kind of <laughs> to an extent. Which like is kind of the appeal of Western animation. Yeah. Yes. It's supposed well, to be like that. The funny thing is that Japanese animation was inspired by Disney animation. It was. Which and now is now they're not even remote. Which is somewhere. so funny yeah. that everything's changed now, and it and a lot of people think see that now Disney is kind of influenced by Japanese animation in the way that they widen eyes and yeah, stuff. It's a, which it's like it's one big circle. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. Um, it is interesting because there is a huge hot debate about what can be considered anime just like you brought up with avatar like if you look at animation like castlevania that is written by uh americans and whatnot and mainly done for uh, american audience but it's all animated from japanese studios that's true so it you get this gray line in some of these animations where you're like this looks like anime Mm mm-hmm but it's not meant for a Japanese audience. I, yeah, and I my, guess that's my personal opinion is if it looks like anime, you can call it. Anime. Well, and and the <laughs> and that's the thing is like it's no like anime isn't is no longer just for Japanese audiences, although it is a lot of it is focused still there. Yeah, like the thing is Funimation and Crunchyroll are really starting to pick up 
right some steam i mean there's some things coming on in in anime world that actually might crush them in the near future but for now they're picking up steam um but yeah it's like and um, so those are most of those shows are meant for america like they're kind of aiming towards both audiences there is a good number of uh of shows nowadays targeted at a more western audience Mm -hmm. like if you think of like something like shamurai shampoo which is just basically hip-hop but with samurai you know that's right that's uh something that's more aimed at a western <laughs> audience than something a japanese person would might listen to or watch yeah like uh another good example of a anime that was kind of geared to start with towards an american or western audience was um the this the one on netflix about scammers scamming bad guys what oh, is it called uh, oh oh great pretender great pretender yeah, yeah. that that also very beautiful show like, please go watch it um but we've, yeah we've mentioned it, it is a few times so skewed towards western audience and western culture like they have freaking in and out in it you know and that's like a huge california it's also thing. just one of the few animes i've ever seen that aren't actually set in japan for the bulk of it it's Set in Los yeah. Angeles. Los Angeles. For yeah. 99% of the show. Right. Whereas a lot of other ones, the word most was used, Ben. <laughs> most. Uh, a lot of other ones will be predominantly in Japan, may have like an episode or two where they're in America. 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 You get something like a blood blockade battlefront, which is all in New York, but it's like it Japanese New very, York. Very <laughs> Japanese New York. I was was New York. It was well, It's New interesting York. because you, you see there there are similar uh, things going on with uh, Western Jap or oh, sorry, Western animation style that's being kind of almost aimed at another audience. Like like for instance, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this show, but it's called Oh crap. It's about this girl and her Yeti. Oh, abominable? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's that one. It's it's similar it's to that one. Did it last no, year, not abominable. Right? Is it abominable? I thought it was abominable. Where they like go across all of China. Yeah, and it's like a giant it, advertisement for. It China. was meant for Chinese, like it like it was a DreamWorks animation kind of style, but it was meant for almost a Chinese audience. Like apparently they were, that's <laughs> the audience they were initially aiming towards, which is interesting. There's similar things like uh, uh, Big he- Big Hero Six. Is that what's called? Yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, like you, the, the the blend between Western and Eastern there is huge. Yeah, you can even see it in the name of the city, San Francisco. Yeah, or like France. It's yeah. very very interesting. Um, but yeah, it's it's a whole thing there. Um, I think anime is one one good portion of being you know a weeb watching anime, but there's a bunch of other yeah. Like media sources that we could talk about as well, like uh, like there's manga, which is Japanese graphic novels or Japanese mm-hmm. comics, and um, there's different variations from different uh, Eastern countries. Like in Korea, it's called manhwa. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find a lot of that on webtoons, but like a lot of inspiration for some animes come from manga, and then there's just some manga that just can't be adapted into anime Mm -hmm. and there is a huge uh weeb culture just centered around reading manga and and what makes manga different from like a comic book then well generally like it's read backwards like it's read like a traditional japanese book would be read 
which is from right to left, right, right to, to left, left instead of left to right, like in America. And, and even like the the book itself, what you would probably perceive as the back of the book is the front, is of, the the front of the book. Yeah. And some mangas that have larger Western audiences will be aware of this fact. And like when you open up what you would think is the first page, that some, I've seen like a giant stop sign where it's like, this is the end of the book. Go, go to around. the... <laughs> right. <laughs> go around. Yeah, go back. Um, yeah. That's funny. It can be weird to get used to, but mm-hmm. it doesn't take that long. Yeah, it's not too hard. Like, after you read, like, at least a couple pages, you are you just completely adjust. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point when you start reading regular graphic novels again that you're like, oh, sometimes oops. I, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I read memes the wrong way. Right? right. Yeah. Well, well, it's because if you're on the if you're on any sort of anime Reddit thing, it's, it's, it's almost right always left. right to left, but which is funny because you start reading that way all the yeah, time when you you're on Reddit. Memes that aren't anime. Memes yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm reading that backwards. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you've really started falling into the the weeb culture for sure. Um, another thing we could probably talk about is the difference between Western animations audiences. Well, just like not just ma- ma- like manga audiences versus like western like comic audiences and also anime audiences in japan like anime audiences versus like cartoon audiences like i feel like there's a huge age difference yeah like of those things what i find interesting is like western animation typically has like two categories right adult humor yeah and children's humor right yeah that's basically the extent of it Mm -hmm. uh whereas Japanese animation, it likes to just cover the spectrum. Right, it, yeah. it has so many different genres within anime itself that it's not even... it Like, you could name, like, a film genre, say, like, horror. There is a horror anime genre. Right. So, um, it's not just limited. Like, you go look at, Mo, like Garner <coughs> was saying, with American animation, it's all either completely... It's all about humor. It's mm-hmm. all comedy. It's all right. comedy because that's originally how American yeah. animation started out. A lot of the influences for Japanese animation come not only from American animation, but also from the World War II period right. when people were retelling <coughs> their stories about uh, America bombing Japan. Right. And so there's this huge influence of just um, almost darkness. A within of, anime, a lot of, a lot of shows in, in in anime, even lighter ones, tend to be darker. And 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 I think that's one of the biggest differences I see is is like there is a huge difference between adult cartoons and children's cartoons in America versus like within anime. I can't think of very many anime that are only geared towards children. Like, I would say there very few. There are very Pokemon? few. Most well, I mean Pokemon, Pokemon. but like recently them, they've started aging up Pokemon too. Most of them are geared towards teenagers. Yeah, or well, like mid to late teenagers and up. And they, the, the, a lot of the anime that I've seen, you definitely can tell it's meant for kind of that middling ground. Mm-hmm. But there are themes that those middling grounds wouldn't necessarily uh, fully grasp yeah. either. So it's well, like. like yeah, if you take something like Full Metal Alchemist. Right. Um, That's a good one. It is. Like, yeah, it's meant for teens and up, but it dives into a lot of adult themes, um, specifically about war and genocide, human experimentation, um, the worth of science versus religion. And it covers all these themes 
very well. Right. But, like, if you're just reading it for, like, the comedy or, like, the huge fight scenes, which are all fantastic, right? Um, you might just miss all these themes, you know? Right. And, yeah. and I think, like, you could look at a lot of these different um, animes or mangas and you'd be like, oh, yeah, this this has some darker subject matter. Right. Um, and, and, and to clarify, like, you know, like this, this lack of diversity we're, we're mentioning in the in Western animation, we're talking specifically about the animation. Like, live action mm-hmm. Hollywood stuff. Definitely has a lot of has levels. A huge breadth of different right. styles and, mm-hmm. dirt and, and genres and whatnot. But the animation side of things uh, uh, on our side of the world tend to be a little bit more focused on more focused on comedy. Comedy. And, and generally, when we do get something that's not focused on comedy, it's usually generally buried in the ground. Right. Yeah, it doesn't um, really get much attention. Yeah, like if you think of something like Loving Vincent, it's just a drama. You know, just a mystery drama about the last days of Vincent Van Gogh animated in Vincent Van Gogh's art style and nobody would watch it you know because a it's not really meant for children right but you know it's not really like funny either either that adult would be like oh yeah I can you know watch this and not feel you know childish or something like that because there's kind of a stigmatism and I think we'll get into this later about Mm -hmm. animation in general right uh, that j- animation is either for a um, adults specifically in a f- specific range, mm-hmm. and it's usually like lowbrow humor, like a lot gutter of, humor. It's usually pretty raunchy. Raunchy yeah. humor. They're, they're, Bojack Horseman <coughs> is kind of a notable exception. Where that, it's a lot more introspective. And it's more yeah. Although it's more it, about which is kind of why. I although like it, it still has yeah. some. It still has some. Yeah, I mean the presence of raunchy isn't necessarily necessarily right. No, it's not. Western animation has a general trend towards right the adult right just 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 raunchy humor. Yeah, right. Um, That's why I like BoJack. It it branched. Oh yeah, that BoJack was really good. Um, And then or or it's just for kids, and you it it it's a huge stigmatism. Like you get into middle school. And you're still watching, you know, cartoons. They're like, why aren't you watching something more mature, like an actual television show? Right. Um, but you know, it, it's more in. Then that's why I probably uh, orient myself towards more anime um, because it's harder to connect with people in live action for some odd reason. Yeah, I mean. I think, I think part of the reason I love anime so much is, uh, well, I mean, this is, you know, getting into something we're going to talk a little bit more about as well, yeah. is, is that um, reality and the falsity, like, sometimes are, like, when you look at, like, live action, um, oftentimes it's trying so hard to look real. And, and it does, a, oftentimes, you know, especially nowadays, it does such a good job. But sometimes, you know, there are limits to what they can do to uh, get across an idea without looking goofy. Um, versus with Japan and with their uh, their animation style, they do things so extreme that it's obviously not real. 
right? It's obviously not but, real. But they do they ex- they express reality through more um what is what's the word? More vague not vague. Like through through more like the themes. Yeah. Through the themes and through the the emotions that the characters are going through. Kind of use absurdity to convey mundane things. Exactly. Right. Which which really helps because in reality when we go through mundanity, when we go through the like little things that, you know, bother us, they're not little for us, right? Yeah, you, right. You feel very animated on the inside. Yeah, you, right. When very you go when someone animated. inconveniences you on the highway, you can feel that frustration. Yeah. But when someone was watching you, they'd like maybe wouldn't see it at all anime conveys that frustration that mundane those mundane feelings into something that we can identify with yeah versus like you can't really see that in live action so much yeah and if if you do if they try to like if they they tried to show that it looks too it looks hammy well it would look (laughs) hammy it could look like they just have like some sort of freaking emotional disorder yeah Versus, like, anime has kind of put you into a into a place where you're like, I know this isn't... Everything's already absurd. Right. Absurd, yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it just feels normal and natural. Yeah, and it just conveys that really well. I agree. I think we can move on to what we were dipping into a little bit, and that would be the genres, and I don't think we want to spend a whole ton of time on this. Yeah, because we, we probably might do episodes about, like... Each like genre. Like, each genre itself. I mean, I mean, we can kind of... Okay, we kind of dipped into manga for a minute. Yeah, you've you've done a lot of manga reading at Bowen. Yeah, but what other things? What kind of uh, other uh, Japanese media do you all get into? Like, for uh, instance, I read light novels. I, I you play gotcha games. I play a lot. And we've started I, to as well. Yeah, you should you should have started playing gotcha well, as well. Technically, um, ours is a Chinese company. That's true. Yeah, yeah it is. So, like, I play Fago, and that is a gotcha game. I also do JRPGs and visual novels, um, which are both distinctly Japanese. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of my JRPGs as well. Yeah, like I don't. I really JRPGs, but probably the most well-known JRPG for you know Western audiences would be Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's that kind of style of game. But like something I like, I really enjoy like the Tell series and how they do their JRPGs. Like it's still, um, you still have a wait time on your attacks, Mm -hmm. but you can still pull off combos. Like it's a regular RPG. So what's the difference between a JRPG and an RPG? Well, well, it depends on the RPG. In general. general, generally, like, you're it matters more about the numbers in a JRPG than it does about like specific. Players. Would you say it's specific more grindy? Players, I yes, much more grindy. Um, there, it is less focused on equipments. And all that, and more about leveling and item management mm. um, than just, oh, I can... More brain power. It's more... Yes and no. It's more thought and effort, like, outside I, of the fight. I'm not to right. say that RPGs don't have, you know, brain power, but, like, a lot of RPGs are more focused on... I mean, I, I'm not saying JRPGs aren't focused on the story, because I know that they have really long oh, stories. Yes. Um, but, like, RPGs in general, like, m- the more westernized ones, are more focused on getting as much of the experience into a condensed format, versus I feel like JRPGs, at least from my experience in watching people play them, are more, like, expansive. Yes. And giving you a full, like, 
legend instead of just yeah, like, a condensed story. Yeah, like JRPGs are <coughs> very focused on the world at large and how their characters fit into it gonna, more than just a specific storyline. I, I need to get you to play Dragon Quest at some point. I, I want to you're, play Dragon Quest. I mean, I have it. You're welcome to, you know. <laughs> I still kind of finish tells. I know. It's uh, so good, though. <sighs> okay, and then yeah. the... I was gonna say I also play uh, JRPGs and gotcha games. I've read I, I read some manga, but not too regularly. Yeah, gotcha games are basically like uh, the Japanese and Chinese, or just the Eastern version of like the slots. You know? Yeah, it, it's you're doing you're doing some gambling. Yeah, it's like it's like um, they're, they're, they're like they're, they're games that have different characters you can play, kind of like RPGs. Mm-hmm. But your primary method of obtaining new characters is through a loot box type mechanic. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it really nowadays Western. That's not a foreign. Yeah, a loot foreign. Boxes are pretty um, pretty everywhere. Now. Yeah, so it's like gotcha and loot box games. Like they're the same thing. Yeah, sort of. but here's the thing. Gotchas are usually free. Yeah, yeah. like you gotchas, can play... you can be like for instance the one we play is. Free, free. To play. yeah, like, like gotchas. You are don't free. have to spend. It, yeah, that's the the very great thing about gotchas, in my opinion, is you don't have to spend a dime. Versus loot boxes, it, it will take you Versus a crap. Like, you know, <laughs> hand over the, the money. Behind <laughs> loot boxes. boxes. Yeah, it's it's uh you have like if you, there's characters you're gonna want and stuff, but you can save up for these characters. Yeah, you can plan out how you want things done. They're usually fairly generous about, you know, free... Free, you know, free stuff. Free, free pulls and whatnot, and you can get you can get lucky, like... And then you can just play a lot and get stuff, and, you know... Right, yeah. It, it Definitely, if you're spending money, you're going to get to content faster. However, that's not necessary. Yeah, it's not, like... Like, in Fate Go, it's gonna... It's meant to be played... <laughs> You play it for like fifteen minutes and then you put it down. That's how it was meant to be played, and that's how most gotcha games are meant to be played. Save the ones you, you yeah, two are like into. Genshin Impact, <laughs> the one me and Duncan plays. Most things you actually can't buy. Yeah. Um, most things you, you have to work only for. Buy some weapons and characters through that loot box thing, but ninety nine percent of the game necessitates you play it to get to it. Yeah, which, which I do appreciate. Really honestly. fascinating. Well, that's almost the same thing with Fate. Yeah, Fate, you, you have to you, do a lot of work to get through Oh, story. my gosh, yeah. Like, the story in it, like, each section is, say, almost 10 to 12 hours each. And that's just from you trying to beat bosses and the gameplay and, um, like, making sure you have enough AP to continue the story and whatnot. Yeah definitely part of it so so there's we got we kind of covered another video game like japanese video game is visual novels yes so what are what is the appeal of visual novels well why why do why it depends do... on the visual novel it really <laughs> does and for reference visual novels are called such because there isn't actually that much gameplay game despite it's... it being technically a yeah. game that you play on your computer um, it, it's like uh, it's like a choose your own adventure book, mm-hmm. but digital. And sometimes you don't choose your own adventure, and it's just an adventure sometimes book. Sometimes <laughs> you're just going through it, and you're essentially reading a book with a, l- a, lot, a lot of pictures, drawings, and maybe some, some voice animation. Acting. Yeah, some some voice acting, some animation. Some animation. It's some it's kind of like a anime but that mo- you progress 
yourself. Most yeah. of them do have uh, choices you make. Yeah. That may ha- that have varying uh, that change the, the impact plot. of the plot. Yeah. Probably the most common kind of these would be like dating simulators. Yeah, like a, you know, their most common is a dating simulator, and right. those I don't generally play. I I prefer like more story based. Driven stuff like Science Gate. Mm-hmm. That's a dating simulator. It is it's technically. technically a dating simulator. <laughs> but with lots of but plot. Lo- with a lot lots more of... plot. All right, plot. listen. <laughs> I'm talking about the other kind you of plot. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, but oh, yeah, but like something plot. like yeah. Higurashi. Higurashi <laughs> not a dating is not, not a dating, a dating sim. It is, it is a horror a sh- game. It's a horror it's game. It is horror. Yeah, like... Um, and it gives you no choice. It tells you at the very beginning of the game that, like, your choices matter, but you have no options in the game. And there's... I've only come across one option, and it didn't matter if you chose the other option. Did you... Have you finished Hikarashi? I, I have one more chapter left. Oh. Yeah. And that's another 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, another thing. Well, it's possible Visual novels can be long. very long. They tend to be Well, very the thing long. is I've learned what I've learned about like Steinsgate, for instance, it is it is really long and you will not get any choices for the first half of the game. And and sometimes yes. all the choices are going to be at the end of the game. Yeah, because so, a lot of them will because will, a lot of your choices affect the ending. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, just in stories in general, the actions at the beginning don't have nearly as much bearing on the right. end as mm-hmm. like, the middle actions. It's right. Um, so it's possible that there will be more actions that you can take for a different. I mean, you've got act. one chapter. Left. Yeah. How many chapters are there? Like twelve. There is a total of eight. Oh, okay, never mind. So he's already been through most yeah, he's, of it. Yeah, I've he almost... has, but maybe like they just put all the actions at the end. He's got 12 hours left of the game. <laughs> they won't. They won't. It's just going to be choice they after won't. choice after choice. They won't. And then by the end okay. of it, you'll be crying and hating yourself. And <laughs> oh, I probably will. The, the last one hurt. The last one hurt bad. Um, yeah, that... Uh, and they're, and you're, Duncan, are reading like Light novels. novels. So, it's really hard to book, exp- but like relatively short. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to explain the difference between light novels and novels, except for the fact if you know what a novella is, you probably know what a light it's novel like, is. Whereas, like it's... more Western authors will oftentimes release their books like once every several years as just right. a big thick book. Yeah, usually yeah. you got like something that's about a thousand pages. Ja- Japanese authors will release books kind of like chapters, essentially, yeah. like releasing a chapter at a, a time. time. Yep, and and they're you know they they end up being like ten to fifteen dollars a book, and they end up being around you know two hundred pages, um, if not less. It's like a very short book. They are very short. However, I find that some of them are like very dense, and and the way that they release them is almost like better. Like a series that I'm reading right now is called Overlord, and it's just very great anime. Also, by the way, great anime it has a great anime adaptation. But the light novel was the original, and it's it's very dense on on the details and on the character development and on and so like they get a lot done in those two hundred pages that you wouldn't see normally in a um, a novella or a novel because they usually have more time to get the same amount done, which is really an interesting concept and for some it's not for everyone it's not for everyone. And, like, light novels, visual novels, manga, and even sometimes just general video games, it's very common for an anime to be an adaptation, adaptation of, one of, of one of those four. four. Usually manga. Yeah. Because um, that's... Sometimes you get an original anime, which is not 
an adaptation of anything. And usually those are fantastic. It's usually pretty good. But adaptations of those other things are the most common. And I think I think that's one thing you can say about Japanese culture. They do a pretty darn good at adaptation in general. Yeah, they do. Yes. Because like every light novel that I've been reading and I watched the like the adaptation, the anime adaptation, like they do such a good job. Like better than any like live action adaptation I've seen. Like of a book, of a Western book. I was gonna say, have you ever heard people happy with a movie that's adapting from a book? Generally, I, don't know I mean, some happened. people will say that Harry Potter, they're happy about it. You know, yeah. others, you know, Harry Potter, you get a more positive reception to as an adaptation. I think it's every... because the the adaptation didn't come very like long after the book started. Yeah, and they even started the the movie adaptations before the book even ended, and so at this point, like. People associate the actors with the actual characters in the yeah. book, uh, which doesn't always happen very often. So in Western adaptation, anyway. Yeah, like if you look at a lot of but, other adaptations, um, take the latest Artemis Fowl movie. Mm-hmm. They usually uh, <laughs> Can we not talk about that. Well, I, I'm just gonna mention it in brief because. Oh boy, World War Two flashbacks. That was a oh. Um, that adaptation really made me mad. The Percy Jackson one. Oh yeah, yeah that it was, was bad. Livid. It's okay. They're movie. redoing it. It's probably it's still going to be bad. It might even be worse. I don't know. Well, apparently Rick Riordan is actually going to have control over it. I should yeah. send. I'll send you an article because he actually talked about. He's never seen the movies, by the way. Yeah. He never saw the movies. This is off topic, but he's he sent uh, out like this letter to like the producers just telling them exactly what was wrong with the script and everything i'll send it to you yeah. so it just kind of like validated me as well so anyway yeah. hopefully it's better we're going off topic but um yeah but like you generally okay. they mess up somehow like they take out the important scenes and add in scenes that don't actually matter yeah and that's in in japanese they usually only take out scenes if and only if it's not Relevant. super re- important. Right. Like a lot, and sometimes it's world building stuff. I think Overlord takes out a lot oh, yeah. of oh, the yeah. world building. I mean, it has to. Well, I mean, and also if anime it, does have the advantage of being able to express world building through just visual, visual, visual scenes, scenes. And that doesn't always take as much time as like a description on a page. Right. Uh, so sometimes they they're not mentioning it just because they have a more convenient way to convey an idea. It's true. Like you know how much more money you have to spend on that. You know the uh, live action. The live action and making the beautiful prop. like making the props and stuff versus like with. I mean, it's still expensive to make an anime. Don't don't get me drawing's wrong. Drawing's not necessarily easy. It's yeah. not. Yeah, drawing's not easy. But like and they, they pay the whole people nothing. <laughs> the whole like industry is about conveying world building that's like the entire thing that's the reason we they make it into anime and not live action is because it does so well at you know building the world and just immersing you in it don't talk about live action adaptations of anime they're all bad oh no i'm not i'm not saying that i'm not i wasn't talking about live action anime yeah those are bad um that's about it (laughs) yeah which is something that like as anime gets more popular they're going to continue to do for some reason um, and it's gonna be bad. Ugh. Like I heard that they're making a Your Name adaptation. Please, though. And but it's, it's perfect the way it is. Yeah, it is. It's great. But um, they're making it you know live action, and the guy 
the main character is from like Las Vegas or something or Los Angeles and the main girl is just from like some hick town in America. So they're not even it's not even going to be Japanese oh, like they, 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 okay, they were, even uh, though like they're americanizing it, it not just live actionizing it's it. It's the most Japanese I was just say I don't know how you're exactly. They're, so they're just gonna be taking the basic plot like, and it's Shinto is so important to it's your name. Say, it's it's yeah. very heavily rooted in in Japanese philosophy. Exactly. I I don't know how they're going to like like that entire dream sequence after yeah. he drinks the sake. Spoilers for your name, a four year old movie. Um, but like after um, he drinks the sake, he has this vivid dream with a red string. Which is the red string of fate, which is yeah. a common uh, visual symbol in Japanese culture, means and means absolutely <laughs> nothing in Western culture. Yeah, so it, it it's gonna be terrible. I, we don't even need to watch it to know like, that. I'm sure there I'm sure there are some things that you could you know Americanize and adapt a lot better. But that one, the whole plot is really. I mean, my thing is, is, is they don't need it to say, oh, this is going to be a Your Name adaptation. They could just say it's a completely different movie and release it with a similar plot structure with different, like... Well, here's, well, then everyone's gonna watch here's the like, thing, though. It's like... <laughs> yeah, but, like... like but uh, removing the Japanese elements out of it is gonna, like... You could say a story inspired. Inspired. Yeah, that's fine. That yeah. Be a little bit better. Yeah. Well, it, well, there is, like, manga that could lend themselves well to yeah. adaptations. Like, if you look at All You Need Is Kill... Uh, it was adapted into Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat. I don't know how many times they changed the title on that thing. Uh, but right. fantastic movie, a fantastic adaptation of yeah, the manga, and fantastic adaptation of the light novel. And it worked really well because it wasn't super heavily in Japanese rooted in Japanese culture. Um, right. It was. It's just an alien invasion story right and and you can adapt some of those that are not super like rooted in japanese culture pretty well but you know mm-hmm. well, oh boy it is a, it is a tangent um, oh boy so um i think because uh, anime is such a big part of like what people see when they hear the word weeb or you say that you're a weeb i think that's probably where we're going to focus more today yeah um, and so we started talking about this talking about just briefly the different genres within anime because yeah like uh, there there is a like just like you have in like actual genres and like literature and film anime has a lot of those um, there's a couple common ones that we usually use, like, Japanese names for. Yeah, you, like, yeah. we'll, we'll just mention, like, the, the first, like, five on the list, and that's kind of basically... Like, yeah, yeah. That's the ones we're going to use, talk about most when we're... When, when, when we're podcast. describing things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we generally, there's, there's a genre called shonen, mm-hmm. and it's basically uh, manga or anime oriented towards teenage boys um this is where you get like your this is like dragon ball z yeah you get your battle animes um this is also the genre that most people are going to like get be exposed to yeah like your first anime will for most people is a shonen of some kind yes that's probably, I think, the easiest one to show to a Western it, audience. Just some good fighting. fighting. Yeah. Um, and, and they take up a lot of different 
like sub genres. Like yeah, you may not. They're not all of them are battle anime. Yeah, like they're not all battle anime, but they usually have some sort of conflict mm-hmm. that's done through some physical activity, yeah. um, or or talking it out. There's a good amount of sports games. anime that can fall under yeah show right. tag. Uh, it depends on how it's portraying the sports. If it's about, you know, manly men overcoming their obstacles with manliness, that's more shonen. Yeah. If it's more about uh, horrifically attractive men <laughs> being horrifically attractive, that might be the next genre we'll get into. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, like, examples of shonen, we mentioned Dragon Ball Z. That's probably, like, the most famous and iconic shonen yeah. of all I mean, time. Probably you got like other things that are pretty common in Western, My Hero. Like My Hero Academia, Naruto, mm-hmm. right. Bleach, Bleach. Yeah. One Piece. Piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and sometimes you get other and at a shonen anime, you get something like Food Wars um, or you get uh, Nisekoi and, and they kind of break away from the genre and, and try to take yeah. stuff from the next genre we're going to talk about which is shoujo. Which is stuff aimed at female teenagers, um, and usually it just relies on romance. Um, a lot of romance. A lot of romance and a lot of drama. Um, if, if, uh, this is where you'll find harems where like you have a female protagonist instead of a male one. Yeah. Um, again, remember what, what when I mentioned about attractive guys doing attractive guy things. Mm-hmm. That that's here. Like um, free. Free is. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> it's okay. not for me. But, but it's, I, it's okay, Bowen. It's okay that you watch it. I have not watched it. <laughs> for <laughs> the record. We understand. I mean, your brother started. Your brother-in-law started watching it. Yeah. That's because that's one of my sister's favorite animes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. And, and that's okay. I get it. I get, uh, I get the appeal. It's I not mean, for me. Right. It's not it's for like me. It's like us but sure. showing them something like No Game, No Life. Right. That is strictly pointing at a male audience. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. When Free is strictly pointing at a female audience. But, like, Sojo, like, it's interesting because you look at some of these Sojos and you're like, that's dark. It, 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 they usually take more mature themes um, than a lot of shonen. Like how most females are a little it, bit more little, mature than, yeah. than their, their counterparts. Like, wow. um, it's almost like they're trying to tell us something or something. Right. That. Leave that in. Um, and I'll the, leave that part in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Um, um, there's a lot of slice of life shows in this category. Yes, too. and like here's don't get me wrong, I like stuff. Some slice of life. Oh yeah, but like it, it's mainly aimed at their demographic, you know. And I mean, not to say it like you know, shonens can't be enjoyed by, by females, females or that shojos. I like because honestly, I like me some shojos. Like, don't get me wrong. Honestly, I probably if you look at my watch list and what I've watched recently, I'd probably say that uh, most of it. If not all of it has been on the shoujo side of things, yes. and that's not to say I'm a girl, but just right. that's just where my taste is, you know. Just that you're sad and lonely. <laughs> and you like yeah. yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah, but yeah there's some good <laughs> stuff in there. Um, um, and then we have Senin. This is where I think most of mine and Ben's favorites. Yes, uh, a lot of, and this is more animation aimed at adults. Um, cause they usually deal 
with a lot more graphic content. A lot, a lot of heavier stuff. A we lot of heavy graphic. We don't even necessarily mean inappropriate. Content. Yeah, mm. like um, think of something like Death Note. Eh. And then there's some that straddles, there's that straddles the line. That's like a shonen sign-in or sign-in mix. But yeah. something like um, Steins Gate. Steins Gate kind of yeah. doesn't really straddle that line. It's pretty aimed at an adult it's audience. It's definitely focused on the deeper and more depressing implications of, of time reality <laughs> and life itself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like y- yeah. you look at something like, like Vinland Saga, yeah. that is, like it tells about Vikings, it, it, it's, and it, if you've seen any of the Viking shows that have come out in the past couple of years, oh boy, it, it's, it's also kind of a commentary on like the warrior's lifestyle or like you know the idea that honor is like gained from mm-hmm. valor in battle or combat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a commentary on the implications of that. Both good and not so good. Right. Or you take something <coughs> like Psychopaths, where it's all about the difference in between justice and freedom, and how can society straddle that line. Yeah. Um, because if you infringe on individual rights, you're causing uh, problems with the individual but if you don't have societal justice, then people run amok. Yeah, that's true. And, I, yeah. I love I love just kind of, as you guys are talking about anime and about just about the themes that, that these animes have and, and sent in, and um, I, think, I think that's something I wish and I, I have, like, envy for, like, I wish Western culture did it more, is that, like, you know, a lot of our, like, deeper and, like, more philosophical, philosophical, like, pieces of work have been, like, you know, books, you yeah. know? Yeah. And they're, books are, for a lot of people, are really hard to get into because they're just not readers. However, a lot of these more philosophical and, and deeper themes are found even in, like, their comics or their mon- or the manga. Yeah. Right? And so it's it, now that th- those deeper philosophical things are easily translated into an animation that really can be seen and interacted with by just about anyone. And, and that's like that's kind of like why I'm a big fan of Bojack Horseman because right. it addresses a lot of these heavier topics and, and more deeper questions and issues. In a more accessible way. Yeah, uh, unlike most other Western stuff. Yeah, right. Um, but like, I was just going to say, what were you going to say? No, no. I was just going to say, like, just general sentence and stuff, you're going to find, like, dark fantasy. Cyberpunk. Um, you're going to find more mature romances that are a little bit more... Aimed at adults. Aimed at adults, dealing with real, like, interpersonal conflict. and, and So like, something like Nana or um, Seen like, Yesterday to Me. Psychological thrillers and horrors. You might find more historical fiction. So would you say, then, like, for instance, uh, Snafu... Uh, would you say that's more of a senin or a shonen? That's a shonen. I would argue that one straddles the line also, too. Because I feel like the relationships are much more mature. The characters are definitely in high school. Right, it's true. But I definitely feel like it it takes a more mature approach approach to to the concept of romance and relationships. Yeah, that's why I was curious, because it is focused on, like, you know, a high school relationship, but... 
but the way that they approach those relationships are a lot more mature than I, what you'd see. I, I could, I could argue high it's, it's straddling the line. Mm-hmm. But like uh, something like um, Golden Type, that that's just about adult relationships in college. Yeah. And and how to deal with that, how to deal with fallout, breakups, and things like that. Um, yeah. Sometimes I feel like though, it, like Golden Time, you know, definitely had a. I mean, this is getting a little bit off topic, but not really. I'd say Golden Time, you know, it had some, you know, mature themes, but a lot of it was kind of, like, high schooly for me as well. Like, even though it was yeah. focused on college, I felt like the relationship between him and his... Like, it definitely developed and became yeah. more adult, but it started out very high school. Right. Does that make sense? So, like, I almost... Yeah, anyway... Think, like uh, where the relationships happen aren't necessarily as important as the the themes that it, they're teaching. Yeah, um, but but yeah, like these are mainly aimed at adults. Um, doesn't mean that there's problematic content in them, but there are some that have that a, a lot of problematic content in them. Um, you look at like Goblin Slayer. That is definitely a sinon, and yeah. it has. Um, there, some very there, sensitive topics. There, there are it. some trigger warnings to give uh, before recommending that show to someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and it, it it's not definitely it's not glorifying some of the oh, things no. you've seen. It's definitely condemning it, but it's just taking a real look and approach at some of these topics. And yeah. So like some people uh, might have had bad experiences with right. some of these things and may not have a very good time watching it just because it reminds well, them. them. Of that topic, uh, right? Things. Right, yeah, that's true. I think the only other genre we need to really mention is probably isekai for now. Oh, yeah, isekai. Well, I wanted to cover isekai and uh, uh, Yuri and Yaoi because uh, I want to address that. I mean, that, that, really, that is, you really want to talk about the Yaoi, don't you? <laughs> a little bit. Um. <laughs> All right, so isekai. This is one that's gotten very popular over the last several years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. To the point where a lot of people started to get real sick of it. And yet we'd get sick of it, but we'd also still watch it. it. (laughs) Some of them are really good. But isekai, uh, the word literally just means uh, another world. Um, And it references uh, shows where the protagonist or protagonists are transported from our world to some other world, usually a fantasy world. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, you can get a wide range of con- different types of stories with this. Like, yeah. you could go for, like, um, Overlord, which is just, like, almost, it's almost pure fantasy. Right. It, it has, like, those RPG elements, but it's pure fantasy and, like dark fantasy almost yeah or you could go something dark. very lighthearted like konosuba where it's just poking fun at the entire ideas and concepts of isekai and how dumb they are you yeah. know i mean you could argue the matrix is an isekai movie it kind of is <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah just so it, you kind of get a grasp on yeah you know, isekai's is tron. tron tron is an Tron's isekai awesome. i mean Narnia. Narnia, Narnia is an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. guy. Some good Western examples. Um, Dante's Inferno, arguably. Technically, <laughs> you're not wrong. 
<laughs> one of the first isekai. So right. Him and his homies traveling the multiverse, basically. It, learn about <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yep. And then all the people he hates go to hell. Yep, everybody. Mm. Everybody he hates goes to hell. I, just, I find the book so funny. It's, it's so good, though. It's a self-insert fanfic of Christianity. I love it. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then, oh and then we boy. got uh, Yuri so, Yaoi or Shonen Ai or Shoujo Ai, and that is about the so, it's homosexuality is what yeah, it is. So Yaoi refers to uh, male gay relationships, and Yuri refers to you know lesbian relationships. And shows under these would heavily feature um, you pretty, pretty much exclusively romance fall, falls under these. But it's about relationships uh, that are specifically yeah um, lesbian or homosexual. And there's always a level of like acceptance as the theme. Of, oh yeah. yeah. Of oh shows. yes. Um, and and and, and, then, and that's not to say like it's not to say that this is porn. Like there's clean wholesome ones. Ones and then there's and then just there's, like anything else. Then, then, like then, isekai. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. the the really good ones. And, and then you ha- have well, how not, not to say the other. A demon lord. I mean, some people like the other stuff. <laughs> Some some people like the other stuff, and it's not to say it's bad, just not my taste necessarily. Right. Yeah. Um, like, but like something like Bloom into You is not really you know it, it's about two hom- homosexual well lesbian re- relationships, yeah. but it's not done in like oh a sexual way. It's done as a relationship type of way, and I think uh, some of these do it really well, and some of them are just to uh, help satisfy a certain female audience. That's one of the yeah. Well, I mean... That's... I that's, mean, like, you yeah. get someone either way, but, like, there, there are, like... Um, I was going to say, what's it called? It's like something like Black Butler. Yeah, Black Butler. Butler. Um, what's the... Are you trying to... Th- um, O-Maidens? Not O-Maidens. Um, Earth Magic Girl. Earth Magic, Magic Girl. Girl. Oh, Cora. Um, no. no, um, no. Uh, uh, her... <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> at all. You, you love. You showed this to me. Uh, it's got the bisexual harem. They're in a magic academy. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Okay. Now, now I'm getting it. One second. It's it's my on friend. the tip of my tongue. My, my, next my, my next life is yep as a villainous. villainous. It's an isekai. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so good. That's so bi- good. <laughs> bisexual harem. Like, yeah. Uh, the protagonist is a girl, and everyone, everyone. wants to sleep with her. Yes. Everyone. everyone. But she is as thick. <laughs> but she is, she is as dense as a neutron oh, star. Yeah. And, oh boy. And she and she is as pure. As the white fallen and snow. And it's just funny because all the all the potential suitors are all fully aware that they all are crushing. All her crushing on her. Right. She but is the only one. And they all treat each other, you know, very cordially. But you know, it's it's a great show. But definitely, I, there's envy amongst uh, yes, all others yes. when one person gets uh, alone time with. Right. Them. Right. Yes. Yeah, um, that one's really great. But yeah, like and. They can range from those, and I think that's about it. I don't watch a whole ton. It's really not my thing. Um, this isn't like, you know, a, a genre tag that ever appears on its own. Yeah, it always usually, comes along with something else, with usually. Although, or, or some, yeah, like or for fantasy, instance, or... Like, or like even free, I guess you could call a sports anime, technically. Like, it is a sports anime. <laughs> technically. Technically. <laughs> um, but, um, 
Yeah. There, there, I think there is a bit of a stigma about a lot of these being lower quality. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some high quality some ones. Really freaking. Well, good like ones. for instance, one that's being released right now, Adachi and Shimamura. Yeah. It, it's it's really visually stunning, and that's I guess another thing about anime is they are just constantly outdoing themselves. And the different yeah. styles and animation is just another reason you're watching it. It's not just because, you know, the story or just because, you know, there's a lot of different reasons. But that's there, there, we'll get to those We'll later. get to that, yeah. Um, there's, there, just to address, there is some concerns that I think a lot of people, when they step in Ooh. to find out people are watching anime. That they just view or think of. Yeah. Um, the first one, I think, is the violence. Um, yeah. Is that really what people like? Do people really have a problem with anime violence when it comes yes. to today's? I mean, more like it, that's more like the older generation. Yeah, like uh, older generation. Like if you look at um, same people who thought D and D was satanic. Yeah, something like that. Um, that used to be like the thing was like the graphic violence. Right. Um, today's like action, like live action though, is it's I about think as bad. It's almost as bad, <laughs> yeah, if not so worse. This complaint you see more in the older generation. Right. At this point. Right. Although there are some really graphic vi- like graphic violence oh, yes. like, that you would never Goblin see yes. that you would never see no. in live action, right? It's to... a goblin slayer. You couldn't live action that. That would be that Oh would be boy. Much. Don't I mean, don't do that. Some of the Lord of the Rings like the Hobbit stuff when it comes to goblins yeah. and stuff, that's some pretty graphic stuff. Yeah. Like but I mean they're not human graphics, so that's di- that's the difference, I think. Yeah, so like it's, but like but like having um, people being torn asunder, yeah. or arms slipping off. That's usually, and that's usually in stuff like for shonen. Like there's a lot of body manipulate mutilation in in those animes. Um, Sinnings make it more disturbing. Oh usually. boy, do they? Um, <laughs> Vinland Saga. Vinland Saga. <laughs> but like it and. I can see people being concerned because usually if something like that happens in a movie, it's instantly radar. Right. You know? um, like, you look at, that, at a movie like Predator, it has about the same amount of violence as some shonen mm-hmm. uh, anime have, but it's radar. Right. Um, there's other reasons why it's radar, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's other reasons. There's other reasons. Um, the, the, probably the biggest problem we have nowadays is fan service and 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 nudity. Yeah, I was going to say, fan service is when the animators or writers or whatever put in scenes or images that are meant to... Be provocative. uh, Be provocative and, uh, serve the fans' baser desires, you would say. And, uh, to this I have to say, fair. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and and some of them are, you know, it, it depends on your tastes and everything. Some shows are definitely more fan servicey than others. Right, Sinens tend to be less fan, way less. Yes, right. Um, but shonens and shojos can oftentimes be very fan servicey. Yeah, um, and and this is a huge, huge problem within like a Puritan kind of culture that we have, where like we view like nudity as like something to be completely abhorred at mm-hmm. and only to be discussed in closed bedroom doors you know right and and i think that's like a thing that um anime brings to the forefront is that yes all humanity has this these desires you know they we all have this 
natural yeah. desire to reproduce and an anime just it's like yep it's there and most of the world is just like no it's a little bit uh, to put it simply more openly horny than we are yeah um <laughs> yes and no. i don't know See, the, the thing is is like yes fan service is like you know uh, a lot more obvious in like animation just because yeah the way that it's animated mm -hmm. but like have you seen like I mean, a lot of Hollywood stuff? Hollywood mm -hmm. recently, like Hollywood yeah. itself is very horny, and it's just live action horny. And there's only so much you can enhance and and beautify doing before live action. Before it becomes porn. <laughs> so like before it becomes porn. So um, I like there is a lot of fan service, and there's uh, you know a lot of shows like really don't need it, but you know that is part of the culture in Japan. And they also know. tend to find uh, that stuff funny. Yeah, yes. they do. They, they do they find it funny. It, it just lends to their kind of humor a lot. Right. So you find uh, randomly, vaguely inappropriate hijinks as like you know right. something that's some, funny. Some for jokes them. that might happen for a yeah. few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're if you as a newer like if you're getting into like starting to like oh, I want to watch an anime and you look at all the tags if you want to avoid more of this fan service you are not going to be able to avoid all of it. I will tell you that now. Yes. Um, but if you look for the etchy tag, yeah, um, yeah. Just, just, just avoid, avoid etchy tags. Etchy because etchy is... E-C-C-H-I. Yeah. yeah. It translates basically to adult or dirty humor. Right. Yeah. That's kind of just what you're going to... Avoid if that's what, what you not what you're doing. something with that yeah. tag. Right. I uh, definitely enjoy me the... Uh, Occasional SG show, don't get me wrong. I mean, some of them, some the thing is, really some of them are amazing. Some of them are really good. Now, the ones trash. that are more just just focused are, on the etchy, that's that's where it falls, I feel like. A lot of them like. are just like, kind of like a lot of like the complaints I had with you know, Western animation, kind of just cheap, raunchy jokes. Yeah, that's right. where and a lot of etchy That's where you're going to find that in etchy. It, yeah, it reminds me of like in Western culture, we've got these uh, TV shows that are about like. Um, like day like, in the life of something or like reality tv reality tv or or like you know um i'm trying to think of something that recently came out but they're usually focused around like 30 year old women who you know are you know out to like ex like make themselves into a new person or something and uh, <laughs> you know okay. what i'm talking about yeah, like yeah. yeah i mean like midlife crisis shows yeah like midlife crisis shows or or like off, a lot of the office humor shows will kind of rely on the same kind of the same kind of humor that etchy shows do. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's different because it's Japanese etchy or Japanese dirty versus yeah. like American or Western, which is slightly different and it's hard to explain because mm -hmm. I honestly don't watch enough of it to I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um other and things like some people have issues with what me and Ben mentioned were kind of our uh, favorite parts of it. Actually. Yes. <laughs> Just the, the, the fact that uh, anime will focus a lot more on ideas and themes that could be disturbing, like abuse, right. war, drug addictions. Yeah. You know. Just violence in uh, general. Uh, just the implications of unethical behavior, you know. Yeah, just um, human psychology. It, uh, it, it explores a lot of these darker uh, sociology mm -hmm. of reality a lot more frequently that, again, not everyone's into. It's yeah, true. like, 
Yeah, I think like a lot of our culture just views uh like entertainment for entertainment's sake and not to actually get anything out of it. Yeah. Which I which is kind much of, of disagree with. I I have this firm belief that everything you consume and you watch has an effect on you. It's true. Um you might not notice it, <coughs> but you'll eventually see it, you know, if you keep watching certain things. And um and that could be in, uh, different when you have shows that have these themes that actually make you think about things. Um, and that's why I really like it is because it makes me think about how my views are on certain subjects. Um, but I can understand if people just wanted to watch it, you know, I can understand that. Okay. You say we can move on to the yeah. slang terms and yeah. definitions. Yeah, let's want. just move on to slang. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's a whole culture around the there's, weeb dumb. There's a lot of vocab. There's a, a lot, lot of, of vocab. vocab. And you'll if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you'll know. You'll, you'll hear us use it. Uh, a lot. Of, some of you should know what it means. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, first one, otaku, weeaboo, or weeb. Um, just general terms for... General derogatory terms for anime fans. Yeah. Uh, otaku, um, otaku being the least derogatory out of them. In America, at in least. America. Yes. Um, they, they do have different connotations in and outside of Japan. Right. But for the purposes of Western fans, otaku basically just means nerd who likes anime. Yeah. Weeb is just a self-jab version of it, essentially. Right. Yeah. Weeaboo is, is the person That's who's, the insult. That's the purpose, person who's taking it too far. Yeah. That's the uh, guy who's got 30 body pillows. And he's, you know, yeah. The and 30 he, body pillows, the, the, the all the figurines, is speaking year. like half Japanese, half yeah. English. Like, it's not even Japanese, it's just like phrases that he's learned from anime. It, right. Or they've learned from anime. It can be females too. Um, like... Like we kind of joked at the beginning of this, this is actually something that we probably could could cover. Beginning of this episode, we were like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, something like that." So, it, yeah, it's it's like using a Japanese emoticons in ways that like we, you're not supposed to. We don't, yeah. we don't like we don't. It's like there there are these Japanese like you it's know, taking Japanese culture and using it in a way. Point, yeah, missing the point. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So those are the weeaboos. Yeah. yeah. Um, we shun the we're, we're weebs, <laughs> not, not weeaboos. Yes. Yeah. We've made that reference, I think, a few times yeah. in, in the show, but now you kind of understand where we're coming from yeah. when we say that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of archetypes in anime, and we we generally just call these the dares. Um, so and dare translates from Japanese to lover basically yeah and so a lot of these are referencing different like romantic tropes that you'll often find in a lot yeah um that will all end in dare there's like the soon dare which is like the uh it's like the girl that will hate you quote unquote but she actually likes you right it's it's the girls who are like uh if you ever had like a sour patch kid where it tastes sour at first and then it's you know sweet on the inside right they tend to be Blunt, cold, and abrasive at first, but once you get real close to them, they, they tend to warm up. What's a uh, one Western character in like like that oh, could be a, a good dairy. Western tsundere here? Yeah. Oh boy, 
I have some people that might fit, but like. I can't. I can't think of anything. Shoot your shot. What, what do you got? Okay, so I was thinking like, Annabeth from Percy Jackson, kind of Sundere. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then or maybe um, Hermione from Harry Potter. Hermione, Hermione. there. We Hermione go. is yeah. very Sundere. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, to begin with. I mean, that's uh, that's something about Sundere's is they start. They start again, off cold and abrasive. And they end up being a little bit warmer. And there's of course go. varying degrees of Sundere. Sundere, yeah. Right. Uh, we we have like Derry Derry, which I think is the, the, the lovey dovey, the lovey dovey, the the, the ganky girl, the girl that's super the best out. Girl usually, yeah. not the best girl usually. Yes, um. usually. The, so <laughs> gank, have to do an episode ganky the is a yes. ganky is another vocab word you could explain. Ganky meaning happy. It yeah. means like happy, cheerful, cheerful. energetic, and. Uh, my, me and Duncan, we have a huge preference and leanings mm-hmm. to, to the, the ganky girls. girls. Mostly yeah. because we're sad and depressed and Maybe we need to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Positive like, I, I, it's, <laughs> I, I do like a Derry Derry every now and then, but, we you know, I usually go with a Sundere. Yeah, yeah because you want to get stepped on. You want to get stepped on. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, he, <laughs> he also likes the Sado Dares for the same reason. That means basically sadistic lovers. Sadistic lovers. Yes, They're yeah. the ones who might be into uh, BDSM, but not the receiving end. And the, the Vibidus. Yeah. yeah, not the receiving end. The last Dare I think I want to cover is Yandere. Yeah, those, that's important. That, uh, they are never best girl. Uh, and if you think them. they are, you have problems. Uh, this is a person this is that most, is so obsessive over you that they the will kill lover. other people. For you, for uh, you, they, they they will go to violent or even murderous ends to get uh, for to the with purpose you. of their their love. Yeah, uh, um, however they perceive it needs to be done. I feel like this is a very Japanese concept. I'm trying very to think. Japanese. Yeah, I'm trying really to like the closest any... thing I can think of is Jason's mom from the first Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> that is about it. Yeah, um, it's not really a common Western thing because usually. Uh, we don't kill. Well, for it's our scary. Loves. Well, it's a scary concept. It's a scary. It's terrifying. terrifying you have concept. to be especially lonely for a yandere to, <laughs> to be, be attractive to you. Attractive to you. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, like we're lonely. Don't don't get us wrong. But, but we're, we're not, not that lonely. That, <laughs> I think Duncan said it earlier. We we have standards. They may be low standards, but, but we have standards. standards. Yeah, <laughs> we do have them. Um, I think the next one is Sakuga, which is just. Very well done animation. It's like the action scenes, or like just a lot of time where an effort were put into the scene that's very noticeable. Yeah, um, the scene just looks especially good uh, compared to the rest, rest of, the of the show. show. That that's a pretty Sakuga uh, scene or a moment. Right. Um, like and, in Re Zero when we watched the camera go all the way around the Echidna. Yeah. Uh, Dark Saber versus Hercules. Dark Saber. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like the closest Most of thing. Most of all <laughs> of Pro. So if we want, if you want to talk about like, if you want to talk about like a Western uh, version of this in like live the, action, the Matrix bullet scene. Yeah. Right. The the Matrix bullet scene, yeah. or or like um, in the newest in uh, the newest Avengers when Captain America picks up the freaking it's something like that. Yeah. It's something or, like or that. Like it's where you the just portals open up in Endgame and everyone. Shows yeah. Exactly. That whole so- sequence was very Sakuga. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good, a yeah. good way to like help people understand what that means. 
Um, so. Now this next these next couple of terms we're gonna have to do a whole episode on sometime. Yes. Boy, is this a topic? Oh boy, is about. it a topic of debate, debate and discussion very, and very, heated arguments? Might be our most heated uh, episode <laughs> we ever did. Uh, I'm already the, getting hot over this topic. <laughs> the concept of waifus and husbandos. Yes. And to put it in an unbiased way. Um, it's about how the Genki girls are usually superior. <laughs> <laughs> Very unbiased. In an actual oh. unbiased way. Uh, they're, they're, the, the words come from just saying the word wife or husband with a very thick uh, Japanese accent. But it's the idea of taking fictional characters uh, and uh, declaring them to not only be a character you like, but a character that you theoretically would enter a relationship with. They... They yes. are your ideal. They are your ideal. They are an ideal, yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're They don't actually exist. Your, your taste no. in waifus can be very different than your taste in real human relationships. Yeah, like, yes. and it's not like you're putting them before, like, a real relationship. No. no. They, are, they are a ideal that you know is completely unrealistic. unrealistic. But you just, you dig it. <laughs> but yeah. you dig it? You dig it. And... and and it's fun because it's just part of the culture. And it's become a, like a, a huge part of the culture is what's specifically referred to as the waifu wars. Right. Where people who uh, have their waifus argue. Will, will argue vehemently with people who don't share the same taste in waifus. Right. Like... Um, and it's all for fun. Yeah. Well, and, and this is something we can get into a lot because there's a, a, a really thin line between what's... Like... It seems like, from an outside perspective, if you watch us, you will watch us, you will listen to us argue about our waifus at you some point. Yeah, and you, oh, you oh, have already. It'll you come have... up periodically as we talk. <laughs> but we will definitely bring it up to a more extent. But like, it's interesting because it sounds like we're really serious, and it's almost like offensive what we're saying to each other. Yeah, but, but in it's reality, not. it's not. It's not. It's we're just not. Having a good time. We're just having a really good time talking yeah. about fictional characters. Like when I, if you ever, like I think I've done it in a few episodes, but if you hear me casually mention how some girl is like the worst girl, mm-hmm. usually that's it's a stab it's at, at me. It's at yeah. me. It's usually uh, who I'm talking about, <laughs> and I'm digging at how awful they are with the specific intent of a, making him upset. Yeah. Yes, but and like all in good fun. It's, it's not. It's, it's never in like. Oh, like we people, hate each people other. People in the community would love to get heated and animated about this, just because it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's a bit. It's a bit that a everyone's bit. into, and it's everyone's like, it's, on. It's like the game, you know, the one I just lost. Right. Oh yeah. My gosh. And like the thing is, is 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 we are being really open and forthright about this, but in reality, when they t- when we talk to each other, we're like, no, this is real. I will murder you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's part of the bit. That's part of the bit. being committed to an almost obsessive Almost right, obsessively. Right. Acting like it. And, and sometimes people take it a little too far, and, and that's fair. I mean, the weeaboos would, 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 would actually like, get offended. Yeah. They would actually get offended, and you might. Yeah. And that's. If someone ends up stabbing someone for a Japanese. for a waifu, you know they're probably a weeaboo. Yes. Weeaboo. Um, yeah. Um, but this is definitely something I could see us doing a full episode yeah. of. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk um, about we this more. all of it just dunking on Ben's waifus. <laughs> Me, Let's do it. Are you? We have, we have some hot da- takes about yours, da- too, Garner. <laughs> I mean, some of them. So, I mean, and you, too! Most of, excuse me. <laughs> Me and Duncan tend to agree, to agree on most on of our waifus. general rule, 
I think like there's only a couple waifus we actually agree there, there, on. There's yeah. only a couple. Uh, that we would, all yeah, agree on. and we Hayasaka. will not. We're not Hayasaka. Hayasaka. Um, Bless her soul. Uh, but we, we don't need to get into this right now. But that there, just know that this is something that we will talk about. And, and now you have a little bit of context. context. Yeah, even if it's not the subject of the episode, mm-hmm. at some point it's going to get brought up. And we will fight some, about it. some yelling and then we'll move on. <laughs> right. And like the concept of like best girl or best boy in a show is usually falls under that. They, it's similar. They're related, but, but they're different. Like someone can be best girl, but not be a waifu. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they may be your favorite character, but they're not. Waifu. But yeah, and just for con- just a clarity, best girl and best boy is when you just pick like your favorite character of that gender. That yeah, way. usually it means they were. I don't know. Some it depends. Like on the show. Uh, something like Demon Slayer. Oftentimes, um, best girl and waifu match up. Match up, but not always. Right. Yeah. Like uh, think of like Nezko from Demon Slayer. Like I think she's the best girl in the show. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't consider her a wife. No one would ever visualize her as something, you know, as an ideal in a relationship. She's yeah. a a person I mean, that can't talk. I mean, she's a little and she's girl. A demon. She's mute. <laughs> she's a demon. Like nothing about that would be in any way like. She just does are, some very adorable she's things. She's just cute, adorable, and fun to watch. Yeah, Moe. that's yeah, about she's it. Very Moe. <laughs> very Moe. Moe. As, and in that one, we went into great detail. Yeah, you should go watch yeah. episode one if Please you want do. to know more about Moe. Yes, we explain it pretty pretty well, um, I think. Um, ben can talk in great detail about the next topic due to the fact that this... He is this very embod- familiar, this yes. embodies him as a person. That's I am right. a literal trash can, guys. We're, uh, we're talking <laughs> about the concept of trash taste. Yep. Yeah, otherwise known as crap taste or the S-word taste, so we don't have problems with that, even though we're probably already have problems with that, um, with what we've talked about this episode. Now... Um, it's it's more of like a little jab. It, it's it's like is, oh you have a terrible. And this this um, cross this crosses over with the waifu. Movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll talk about people's taste in waifus as trash. Or their yeah, taste trash in taste. anime as trash. Like a like, lot of jabs that Duncan have been about how he just watches a lot of harem, trash. Lot of harem, harem trash. trash. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of animes that <laughs> everyone who's into anime has like. Their guilty pleasure shows. Shows that are objectively just oh, yeah. bad or low quality. Uh-huh. But you like, love them all the same. Like Sword Art Online. Like Sword Art Online. It's just awful. Objectively terrible. It's awful. But, but like a lot of people a lot of love people it. really like it. And it's fine. They have trash taste. And that's, yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. Duncan uh, has some trashy taste with his harems. The harems? I also watch Pokemon. I would say that probably falls under that category. I trash taste. I like bad shonens. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm a yeah. I'm of bad shonens. Like you would, like freaking fairy tale and like seven yeah. episodes. They are not good they're show. Awful. But, but I mean, like, they're fun. I have a great time with them. It's some good fights and, and then like a lot of good plot, if you know well, what I mean. I mean, I, I think mine is I like... Think, Specific. For the definition on plot, refer to fan service. Yes, yes, back back to plot, yeah. Oh. So sometimes we're talking about plot, and it's, yeah. you know, the plot of the show, and sometimes we're talking about plot. plot. And, and I wish you could see our hand and movements, because plot. it would explain it a little bit more. <laughs> You've ever seen Monty Python when the guy is talking about huge tracts of land? land. That's it's exactly the hand, hand gesture, yes. When you're talking about plot. plot. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and it's just like... The more like 
perverse side of something, you know? It's like fairy tale has a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 something like oh, you watch it for the plot, you right. know? It's, you watch it's, it's it for a sarcastic the sarcastic jab at you watch each it other. For, Ben's, uh, Ben's uh, trash taste is pretty much everything he watches. True. Um, <laughs> I I generally like. You a only lot escape that dark, because you just don't watch dark, much stupid, anime. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like I know you do. Um, I'm just teasing. So like just I really enjoy um, stuff that's just dumb. Um, yeah, like the, the like the some... mecha anime that you watched. It was like mecha oh. isekai. What was it? Like all of them, all of them in one. Oh my god! It was a yeah. harem. I wouldn't even watch that. Oh, like Data Live? Yeah, Data Live. That was so terrible, and I enjoyed every minute of it. (laughs) Um, Something like um, our domestic girlfriend. That show is awful, but I enjoyed every second of it. Oh, no. I thought you said... I thought you said rent a girlfriend. You said no, domestic not girlfriend. Domestic girlfriend. Oh, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, no, no, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> That's or, a dumpster or some, fire. Or something like Maria Hollick. That show is offensive, but it's so funny to me of just how offensive it is. Or something like uh, Ghost Stories. That show's really offensive on all oh fronts. Oh it doesn't. Gosh, ghost that Stories does, is so good. <laughs> is, ghost stories, is Ghost Stories offensive if everything it does to everyone is offensive? It's like, you know what I mean? It's not offensive you to can't, anyone particular. No, it's, it's offensive, offensive to, to everybody. It's, it's, are you an atheist? It's offensive to... Are you a Christian? It's offensive. It's, are you a are, Jew? Are you, are you a Jew? It's offensive. Are you... Any other are you a Nazi? <laughs> You're, it's offensive to are you, you too. Are you straight? Are you gay? Are you anything else? It's, it's yeah, gonna be offensive to you as well. To you. It's just, it doesn't matter. What. If Race, you have tender skin, yeah. If you religion, have tender skin, do not watch it. Do not watch it in any way. Just don't watch it. Just skip it. Otherwise, it's it's really funny. It's it's like the South Park of Japan. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. But it, then there's also another term, the plan to infinitely watch plan list. Watch list. Uh, Garner, how big is your plan to watch list? list? <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> He's got to watch um, some anime. I've got, I, I have to go see a guy about a horse or something. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. is A plan to watch list can also be an actual physical list or, or something you actually have a list of. Or, or, or it could be just a concept. You're like, ah, oh, that's on my the, plan to the, watch the list. The simple fact of, of, of life as a weave is there are more shows that you're interested in that will come out than you have, than you have time to watch. In the rest of your life. Then you so, have hours left in the rest of your so, life. People, you'll be like, oh, I plan to watch that at some point. But you're never going, going to get to, to it, it because something also really amazing is going to come out. It's like, that. it's exactly like me dragging your teeth to watch Higurashi. Listen. <laughs> but yeah, the plan I mean, but at least he started to watch it, at least, you know. Yeah, one episode every week. That's something. It's a growing, it's a problem for just about every week. Yes. Yeah. Some of us may have more issues than others. I get it. Yep. But we're know, all looking at him. I play a lot more games than you guys. It's true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's kind of the explanation. <laughs> yep. You're still a weeb, just a different kind of weeb. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, uh, I I have a physical list, and every so often I I, I try to. It. 
But, like, it's super hard. <laughs> it's definitely a vague concept. It, yeah. For you, it's a vague concept. Well, You're like, oh, what show For me, was it's that? somewhere in between you know? where, like, I've started a, sh- a, watch, a watch list, but, like, I haven't, like, actually added everything I want to the watch list. It's kind of, like, got three or four shows on there because I kind of got discouraged. Let me do an example. Um, there's a show that came out in 2018 called Release the Spice. It's, like, this secret agent magical girl type of show that looked interesting okay i put it on my plan to watch list Mm -hmm. i have not touched it i have not looked at it i have it's on there maybe i'll get to it you know it's it's like that kind of idea this concept uh people who are uh, big fans of books especially would relate to this more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most everybody who I know who has books as their primary source of entertainment There's has always... an egregiously long list of novels they want to get to. And if you try to recommend them a book, they're like, they're, they're like I'll add it to the list. Right. Like, don't even, don't even, I got so much I gotta worry about. <laughs> they're probably the ones who can relate to this. Yeah. It's, I, it is crazy the amount of anime that's out there. Like you, you can like think about all the TV shows that are out there and just multiply that by like four, and mm-hmm. that's just the amount of anime there is. Yes, there's a lot, and there's it's all variety. And, you know, and I think that's uh, something we'll probably talk about. I don't know, maybe more in detail. I mean, well, maybe not. Maybe we could talk a little bit here because because there's so much anime, you. Like you're never gonna get you have to all to be of it. Selective you have to be selective about it, and and but you also have to be okay with watching the trashy show because you sometimes want to watch the, like if you like you don't feel guilty about watching the trashy show because you could be spending this time with something else. Yeah, like that's, just just let yourself enjoy what you watch. And that's a really hard thing for new weebs to understand is like they try to be so selective because there's so much, but the the problem is they get to the point where they're not watching anything because they're too selective yeah yeah so like paralysis. yeah decision paralysis and, and and that's where a lot of burnout comes with like when you try to watch everything when you try yeah, to watch everything, everything and you just can't you will physically impossible to watch even, all even everything in the universe you, you know? maintain all your rent and food without ever working for some reason right you just dedicated every second of your life to watching anime I don't think you're gonna be able to, to watch everything. To watch everything you want to watch, and that's that's a scary thought. <laughs> it makes it very discouraging sometimes. But you have to understand, we there's like rules now, like that that kind of you get taught by other weebs. But like one of them is the three the three episodes. Three rule. episodes. If you don't like it within three episodes, you Just can drop stop. it. Yep, and if you do, finish it. If you if you do, you can finish it if you want, and and I think and there's some shows that get good after like episode six. And don't ever feel pressured to stop watching yeah. it because everyone else says it's trash. Yeah. Because it is, it may be trash, but it's but your then, trash, it's your right? Trash. It's like something like I <laughs> watch. Embrace your trash taste. Yes, like <laughs> a, an example for that is Guilty Crown. Guilty Crown, I've heard nothing but bad things about, and mm-hmm. I watched it and I enjoyed it. Right. It's not a good show. It's very bad, but I enjoyed it. It's not your it is guilty pleasure. Hey, yeah. But, like, <laughs> if you enjoy something that, you know, people say is bad, it, still watch it. Unless it's sort of online. And then you, you should, should just stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You should laughs> See, and, that's, and I think there's this weird, like, uh, dual... 
um, culture here in, in, in Weebdom in which we make fun of each other for what we watch, but at the same time, we we, we're we being accept very it. accepting yeah. of, of it. Like, And I think sometimes it goes too far, like with Sword Online fans, like people get punished for watching Sword Online in the but in it's anime. But it's not, it's okay. But like, no, it's really it's, not that bad. It's I, honestly not awful. It's not it's awful. It's just so mediocre that like... like Right. Like, right. the animation is great. Have you seen the reason anima animation? Mm -hmm. But, um, like, it is a bad story. The like, story the characters is, are yeah. one-dimensional, and... There's not much... Or in the case of the protagonist... Zero-dimensional, zero yeah. It, there's nothing there's under nothing the hood underneath the about hood. themes or anything like that. Just, I mean, there are, but they're just terrible themes. Like, ooh, <laughs> is just thrown in there for wow. the sake of it. You mean grape? <laughs> Wait, what? Graping. Graping? Oh, yeah, my bad. Graping. 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 Uh, my bad. I, well, if we get demonetized, we get demonetized. I don't think we're getting monetization anyway at this point. <laughs> like, to be fair, like, I mean, it's sort of, they'll, they'll throw that in there just for the simple fact of you need to be reminded that the protagonist is a good guy. And there are better ways to do that. Definitely better ways to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, it's, it, and we, so we make fun of them for it, for liking the show. But it's it's mostly lighthearted. Most of the good weebs are just doing it lightheartedly. We're not really and telling you you can't watch that or you shouldn't like that. And there's shows that we vehemently hate. You know, like I I hate or uh, Ergo Proxy was it? Ergo Proxy is one of them. Yeah. I hate Elf and Lead as well. I hate those shows. I try to tell people don't watch these. But if you enjoy that, if you enjoy those shows. Good for you. You are still you know, welcome in the anime. You are still welcome in the anime community. I, I don't think I've watched a show that I particularly <coughs> hate yet. Yeah. But I also heavily base my watching decisions on recommendations of friends. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I almost never will watch a show without multiple people having told me. That it's good. That it's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Uh, I and tend to be very selective. I'm the type of person that if I see it on Funimation and it catches my eye, I'll probably just watch it. That's the same here. We're, we're, we're very opposite ends of yeah. the spectrum there. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a good three-episode watch, and, and if I like it, I'll keep watching. Like, right now I'm watching... Um, I just finished the pet... It's called the Pet Girl of Sakuramasu, I think. And that was not recommended to me by anybody. I just saw it on there, and I was like... I'm giving it a good three-episode watch. It sounds like a really weird name, but I ended up enjoying it a lot. It has really good themes about, you know, hard work is rewarded, but it's also not rewarded sometimes mm -hmm. in the way that you think it's going to be. Anyway, that's a really good show. We'll talk more about, I guess, the shows later. Yeah. later. You will learn that hard work doesn't always reward you. Uh, play uh, Fall Guys. The <laughs> <laughs> specific, specific level, Wall Guys. guys. That will tell you that success <laughs> is made off of the backs of others. <laughs> you are that's not a, wrong. That's, that's a little off topic. That's hilarious. Oh, boy. No, but it's true. Um, anyway, so, so like, I... I'm yeah. I'm over here on the. We're over here on this end of the spectrum where you know we watch just about everything because someone has to be the pioneer that tells the people on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. you know Wait, you, you should watch, watch this, this. This is a good one to watch. Someone's got to tell me to watch it. Yeah, yeah somebody's got to tell you to watch uh, Dusk Made of, of Amnesia. I don't know if I've heard you mention that one before. I have. 
multiple times. It doesn't mean I remember it. <laughs> that's my point. It's like you tell me about a lot of things. I do. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's some vocabulary we've gone over and some of the culture we've gone over as well, kind of the different things we say to each other, yeah. some of the different contexts behind things. So, A lot of these other aspects of culture we're about to get into are heavily shared by video game communities mm-hmm. and fandoms. Right. Yeah, so um, they're probably a little bit easier for a lot of people to grasp. A lot of gaming stuff. Um, because they're more exposed yeah, to... Like, there's a huge uh, cosplaying community. Which, that means, um, that, that's like for costume play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's what normies do on Halloween. <laughs> it's what, it's <laughs> yeah. what you guys do in just a few days' time. Yeah. 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 So like what, yeah, what you guys call, what's your Halloween costume? It's just... You know, what are you going to the convention as? That's your Frankenstein cosplay. Like, yeah. let's just be real here. Yeah. So like it, and, and it's mainly done at conventions. Uh, conventions some people, is a some huge people, location for cosplay. Yeah, I mean, it, the real cosplayers will do it everywhere. Yeah, like and, the yeah. big cosplayers are posting pictures of their new cosplays on Twitter. Yeah, and, all the time. And they yeah. get paid for that stuff. You some know, of some of them do. Money off their cosplay. Um, you can find them on YouTube. Too. Yeah, actually, I've seen a lot of like news articles recently about how so and so has made a cosplay about like this character from an anime and, like, and, and i'm like, like how is this a news i mean great good for you guys like i didn't know this was a thing but it's making art headlines like, I, i've done light cosplay before where <laughs> i like just here. buy an outfit and i go to a convention i've never really cosplayed uh, before people who are very into co- cosplay they tend to make their stuff because they're trying to right. go for like usually the most amount of realism as they possibly can yeah and that kind of re- involves a lot of like you know work yourself and so they tend to be very crafty mm-hmm. yeah i've never actually done but a cosplay before most, your, your average weeb who cosplays is probably just gonna have like a my hero academia jacket and, uh, yeah. Throw it on. Maybe a wig. Maybe a wig. Maybe a wig. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like, I tend to, I tend to cosplay things that are relatively easy. Right. Like, I, I have a guy who literally his outfit is he's just a dude in a lab coat. So I have a lab coat. Yep. And I am a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he's tall, so you yeah. Yeah, I that. tend to. I but tend, there's like no effort there, so. I tend to cosplay the taller ones because I just feel it's easier for me to represent them. Yeah. Um, uh, and a lot of this can be found at conventions. There's... Bowen tends to cosplay the ugly ones because he can easily... Oh, wow! Wow! Got him. Ouch. (laughs) That hurts. I dropped the mic if it was something I could hold. Um, Do not touch my mic. (laughs) Just smack the mic. (laughs) Just blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, conventions, it's, it's like a gathering of anime fans where they have panels... And a lot of conventions are like both video game and anime conventions. Yeah, it's true. Not many of them are strictly, strictly anime or strictly anime conventions. There's a couple. There's like... a couple that are like the, there's one in Boise, Idaho that happens every year except this hellhole one. Um, <laughs> anime Oasis. Who Although, opened the hell mouth, guys? They're, they're please. Not, <laughs> they're not gonna turn you away if you're showing up in a near autonomous cosplay. No. Right. In fact, there was a girl I saw last time who was in a near autonomous cosplay, and she was holding a sign that said "We'll step on you for five dollars." <laughs> I would have done that. Um. Oh, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, conventions. They're just, oftentimes, like you'll find a lot of merchandise you can buy there. Mm-hmm. A lot of time, artists are there making fan art. You'll oftentimes find voice actors or producers of shows and games and whatnot who will have panels and discussions. Yeah. You can meet them, get signatures from 
your favorite. Like, I have a collection of posters from anime voice actors where I have them sign a poster of one of their characters that I was a big fan of. And yeah. Things like that. Um, speaking of posters, uh, there's a whole other side where it's just about collecting your merchandise of anime stuff. And Owen falls into this one more than most Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I have, I like, am... about two pieces of merchandise in my entire, like, Yeah, belongings. and one of them I bought for you. <laughs> yes. So I bought a, a singular piece of, yeah, yeah like, anime it, Like, all, almost all the figurines around our apartment are mine. I have a few. He has a couple, um, but they're mainly mine. And, and it includes figurines, plushies, posters, art books... Body pillows, etc. That a lot of those things. Bowen has a lot of body pillows. Yeah, just quite quite a few. Many that is them. a lie. <laughs> I do not have a ton of body pillows. I have zero. I have naked, zero body pillows. Body pillows. Mom, <laughs> I please listen. I don't have any. <laughs> He's not gotten that far. I will vouch yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> for now. For this now. isn't something I do very often. You You're welcome. I did. I did. You see my consideration on my face while you guys were. I was like. Whose side should I be on today? <laughs> hey, I have never considered a body pillow. So. Neither have I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna be honest? Anyway, <laughs> next time. Next, next time. The, if you go to like Reddit, there's a lot of fan drawings of yeah. anime characters. Fan, fan art's pretty big. It's yeah. huge, um, and generally they're really good. Uh huh. I, a lot of times it's novices trying to express their love for a specific character. Right. And that's pretty cool, you know? Right. And some of it's porn. But, <laughs> some know, of it is porn. We don't talk about that. We're not talking about that. Uh, that's not you our... just don't go there. Our area of... Uh... Well, go there if that's your thing. <laughs> yeah, if know? that's your thing, you know? That's totally cool. Um, uh, it's just not ours. Yeah. Um, it... Well, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Um. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, uh, it's so, um, on uh, that note, so, um, can I just, I think it's important to realize one of the reasons, well, I guess we're going right into this. Yeah. Yeah, going right into why we love anime and, or just the weeb culture in general. Well, I wanted to talk about oh, seasonal dude. first. Okay, go ahead. We we talked we talked we, we kind of talked briefly a little bit. this when we talked about the uh, fall anime lineup. Uh, but anime in, as its release is usually grouped by the season it because there's so in. much of it. Because there's a lot. You got your fall anime, your winter anime, your spring anime, your summer anime. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in like different shows will come out that are like super hyped out. Uh, usually uh, shows that had a previous season that are just barely getting another season mm-hmm. or never getting another season. No game, no life. Hashtag no game, no life. Yeah. <laughs> like when, we, when the winter season gets closer, we'll probably do an episode on the uh, winter anime lineup as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and like there's people that adamantly watch, try to watch everything with seasonal anime, and there's people like others that only watch a couple, and there's some that just wait for the season to end, and then they just marathon and what they want me, to. And there's not really a rhyme or reason to, to what, what I watch. he watches. Yeah, it's mostly us sitting you down and is like, you should watch this. Speaking of anime, or it's just like I'm just thinking about a show. Someone told me, and I'm like, you know what? I want to watch that now, and so I watch it now. Speaking of seasonal anime, you're leaving tomorrow. Does that mean we're not gonna be able to watch Fly Me to the Moon for another week? I mean, I'm gonna be home Friday. I know. 
Oh, you're home Friday? Okay, yeah, so we'll I think that's when it gets, I think it comes out on Thursday. Got a couple days. So, yeah. Um, okay. I just, sorry, I, I got, I panicked for a minute. You're fine. <laughs> well, now everyone knows I'm leaving for a couple days. I'm kidding. Uh, well, we we'll don't. just cut I'll this. Be back. Well, I mean, I'll be back. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Posted, it's man. true. This episode's not getting posted until. It oh, was, it was gosh. <laughs> that flew over my head. Yeah. You're, you're like good. Like flying to the moon. <laughs> Uh, Which is a great anime, by the way. It's so good. Um, we, we've spoken about a couple episodes. Of yeah. It and how fantastic. Oh, so yeah. Go good. back and watch some of the endings, or listen to this, some of the endings of our it's podcasts. Wholesome. It's yeah. weirdly wholesome and uh, in some of the best ways. So even though it's about a married couple. Yeah. Um, I mean, they haven't they haven't really slept with each other they, yet. They've not actually. They haven't they, even they, seen they each got, other. They just got to... Episode Kissing. four, we had their first kiss. Yeah. Mind you, they got married in, in episode, episode one. They <laughs> <laughs> haven't even held hands. They did. They did. Oh, oh yeah, that's they episode three. Episode, episode one, one, actually. They, they held hands for the first time. They walked time. out of the marriage registration area. Yeah. Neither have married. seen each other naked yet. Well, he did see her chest briefly when she woke up and she started to, like, take off her shirt. Yeah, but it wasn't like, yeah, anyway. It was like a second. Uh, yeah. Anyway, and then he panicked and ran. <laughs> yeah, because he's because he's uh, wholesome. He's yeah. so wholesome. Anyway, um, now we can talk about why we love anime. Um, just going back to what we were talking about about like the cosplay and conventions. Like I haven't really gotten into that part of like weebdom yet, yeah. just because. I mean, twenty twenty hasn't facilitated you. It's true, to but like um, I've I... been like slowly. Twenty twenty yeah. was my year of. Deep diving, deep diving. Like I was kind of like 2019 was kind of like I start is when I start. Uh, it was well, mainly my 2018, hero 2019, thing, yeah. 2020. Yeah. Um. I mean, one of these days I'll drag you to Anime Oasis. One of these days we'll go. And, but what I love about it is is everyone's passion. This was what scared me be, to begin with. It scared me. But like what I love about it is there is not another culture that I can think of that is as passionate as the weeb community we all tend to be really excited about about the things that we love yeah and i love that that's one of my favorite things about a person is when they are animated about something Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i think that's what's drawn me in i mean obviously i love anime just i love the story i love the animation i love all the things but i think the main thing that's drawn me into the community is just the passion yeah And, and there's a lot of acceptance too um which is really cool. For me, I just got bored with a lot of um, specifically sci-fi in general. Like I grew up watching a ton of sci-fi, mm-hmm. and I got real tired of how samey all the different sci-fi shows really started to feel. Yeah, um, and kind of just also just Western entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. Like every western rom-com is pretty much the, the same. same every western cop show is basically the same yeah you know every the... western sitcom is basically the same and i just got real bored of it and i love how like even while anime it has its trophy tropes, tropes and it's repetitive it's repetitiveness but as a whole it tends to be a lot more varied in how it tells stories and uh Anime is much more interested in diving into fantasy as opposed to sci-fi. And I've just 
again, as I got kind of tired of sci-fi, been real interested in fantasy, yeah. and this really tends to explore it. Western fantasy kind of has a hard time with that repetitiveness, too. Yeah. Like, Lord of the Rings kind of set this bar that everyone seems to just Try swing to from. Try either copy or, like, yeah. subvert in some way. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. They all try to copy it and or subvert it in the same way. way. <laughs> yes. Just make it different. Yeah, which which anime does a really good job at, at doing. Like, some of it's similar. Anime, yeah. Anime, it, but anime likes to experiment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It likes to try new and weird and different things. And it has room to do yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I really like how creative anime is. I think that's... And the animation. I love... I think... And, like, I was talking before that I connect more with animation than I do with live action. And it's not because I don't know the difference so between... So you like 2D girls more than you like 3D girls. Hey, huh? that's not what I said. That's not what I said. Ben's mom, I hope you're listening. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it, it, it's just easier to connect with something that is less structured, you know. Mm -hmm. um, even though these things are very structured. They have their very arcs and all that stuff. Um, I, I just love how creative something in an anime can be uh, like uh going back to one of my favorite animes made in abyss it's about these children going to uncle lovecraft's fun time murder hole and it's so good it's so good it's it, 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 that one's really cool because you're exploring a totally foreign and alien world it is so it's, imaginative it's, it's, it's definitely a weird blend between sci-fi and fantasy too but it's so imaginative but most of it is so unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the closest thing you could vaguely compare it to is like Journey to the Center of the Earth, where it's like about the plot. Yeah. Least, where it's about them diving deeper into the Earth. For, but that's yeah. like the extent of the this, is, this relates to other stuff I've seen. The right. actual stuff you explore in the depth they're diving is a lot into. darker and more uh, philosophical. Very dark. Yeah. Oh very my more gosh! Yeah. Very philosophical. And very very just different. Different. It is. Yeah. Um, I think when you say different, I think that's one of the huge things about uh, anime is that they just have more creative control. The people who have imagined up these shows just have more control over what they're allowed to do. Like the, the actual than, authors and writers and directors. Right, exactly. They, they, have, they don't have, like, there are producers and investors. Right. But they the, the Japanese ones tend to have a more hands-off approach and let yeah. the actual writers kind of they kind of give their thing. They give their pitch and then they're like, all right, this is mine now. You gave me the money. I'm going to roll with it. And, and just to be fair, there there is problems within the anime. Of industry. course. Oh, of course. Like, about sure. allowing like, allow, um, base pay for animators and things like that. Uh, but That's like, true. just yeah. the pure imagination. I, I feel like they have more creative control over their work. Yeah. Like American investors desperately want to ensure they make but, but their it's money. And they're it, like, you know, this was already very successful, so let's try to lean heavily into... Which they can't really do with this. anime, because everything that we do with anime is, is new. Like, they, like... Yeah, well, not everything, but you know, there's some tropes. I mean, there, are there, are there, there are your harems. Yeah, your like your harems and your shonens. But like, each one is so unique in its own way. They're really good at spinning things differently. Not necessarily right. in good ways, but in their own way, they're very unique. Yeah, like like taking the story of the Seven Samurai and putting it in a cyberpunk, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Super interesting, interesting and creative. Things. 
twist. The moon, a really interesting take on the legend of Kaguya. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Which, yeah. Yeah, and it's just... My Hero Academia, a really new and interesting take on just superheroes in general. Yeah, yeah. like it, it takes the, the idea... Like, we're in such a superhero-infested... Um, the, the author of My Hero Academia, he was inspired by Marvel right. uh, comics and movies, specifically in his writing. He's mentioned that. But he he, he didn't just make anime Marvel. No. He, he made... made uh, a he, world that's intriguing took, took in its own way. He that aspect of it he liked <coughs> and then went just in his own direction on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just everything <coughs> about, like, that, I really enjoy the themes that anime tries to give. Like, I love thinking about the stuff I watch or the stuff yeah. I read. Um, like, a mob psycho is a deep and introspective look on, look on what it means to be special or unique. yeah. And the difference between the two words. And if either of them are important yeah. or not. Or, or, yeah, and and just, or, um, my mind just went blank on the show. Uh, I was say, or like Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer. Like the deeper idea of like, you know, we, we praise the heroes who do the big things, but ignore the heroes, heroes who, who do, do the those little, little things, things that keep society functioning. Right. That's true. Um, or like something like Cowboy Bebop, which is all about identity. Um, who you are as a person. Do your actions define you? Does your memory define you? Um, and, and things like that. You just love how much uh, like introspectiveness you can Yeah. Like something like Evangelion. Evangelion is hard to watch I mean, if we were gonna, because like, it's so relatable. If we were going to list like the top ten most philosophical anime, Evangelion's probably... Oh, it's up there. It's it's very high. Yeah. Um, just from what they use from like literary analysis to like how it actually plays out with the plot. Now, like, an overlord, it can be like kind of a commentary on like the loss of your humanity. Yeah, mm-hmm. loss of humanity and how, in general. And how and how even being aware of it happening may not actually you know stop you from progressing further. Yeah, further. and and the yeah the commentary that a show like uh, Overlord has on political. Uh, oh, Overlord's very political. On yeah. political themes and and. Um, yeah, anyway, it's very like, interesting. Yeah. Anime. is so good. I mean, anime can also be, you know, it can also be brain dumb dead. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it can also be brain dead, it, which it can, can be, be good sometimes. Looking at you, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> hey, we still love you. <laughs> we, we still love you for what you are. Right, right. Yep. That's why we love anime. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I hope you've gotten a little bit well, this more informative. Yeah. yeah. Ho- hopefully you feel a little bit more, uh, you understand more about what we're talking about when we, um, when we talk about things, some of vocab, <laughs> just how terrible Garner is at watching stuff. How trash, like how trash Bowen's taste is. Yeah, that too. Um, like, like my, my dad listens to our podcast, despite him not being like into anime. Like, yeah. Right. At all. And I remember the, when he was telling me about the first episode, he thought it was pronounced, he just saw the title and thought it was just Mo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. excuse me. Well, like, what? Like he listened to it and get, when he got into it, he learned it was Moe and he, he liked how informative that episode was, so I'm, I'm hoping this one is definitely yeah. something that people uh, enjoy and, and yeah. 
feel like you know you're a little bit more into our world. And if you're uh, if you're if you're interested in trying out an anime, maybe you just want to watch one to see. I My Hero Academia is probably one of the best intro anime. That is especially right now with, with like, modern day animation and, and modern day animation basically. with. Yeah. With uh, the superhero theme, though, that's probably a really... It's a really good mix between the Western and Eastern animation styles and ideas. Very very good first one. And the dub for that one is fantastic. fantastic. So you don't have to... And that is a a huge huge barrier of entrance. Some people, yeah, a lot of people, like, because a lot of anime subtitles, and some more anime purist fans might say sub- subtitle with Japanese audio is strictly better. Right, but it's not um, always true. It's not always true, and, and especially in recent years, English dubbing of shows has gotten really good. Like, yeah. yeah, and there's just some shows that you just can't dub. Yeah, Something yeah. like Monogatari or Tatamani Galaxy. Sometimes sometimes the jokes um, or topics don't translate. And, and here's, a, here's a vocab word for you. Dub means that so dub means that it was originally in, in another a, language, another language and dub just means it's been revoiced in another language. Right. Like, Sub means that we have subtitles and we yeah. listen to it in Japanese. But like My Hero Academia is one I could literally watch either way. I could either I could watch it interchangeable. I could watch an episode of Sub and then an episode of Dub with like zero issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we end up watching the Sub more just because it comes out first. We were watching the Dub for a while until they got delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were being released almost simultaneously. They, they were literally simultaneously. Yeah. They had a hiccup with COVID. And then it was the sub. And then it was sub was ahead. And, yeah. and like if they want to get into something like a little bit more adult, Death Note. Death Note. Death, Death Note, Note is really a good really good one. Really good themes. Uh, All about justice and morality. I mean, when I say really um, good, it's not to say that like they aren't morally ambiguous because that's oh, the entire... Oh, it's very morally ambiguous. <laughs> But when I mean, it's a good theme, a quality well, theme. And I think a quality theme, yeah. And I think it's important to realize that it, it does a very good job at, at showing um, the twisted views on both sides of things. Yes. Yeah. Um, or if you don't want to go that hardcore, you watch Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. I that's think a those good are one. like Brotherhood. Brotherhood, Brotherhood, Brotherhood specifically. specifically, guys. Um, because they're just good shows. Um, and if you walk away watching one of these shows and you're just like yeah that was fine and you don't watch it anymore that's fine that's fine it's not for you it's not for you yeah like i know i have a friend in las vegas that doesn't like the animation style of anime they just can't stand it right um and that's okay everybody has their own tastes this is this is our way of relaxing is just watching anime for us we all have our own tastes, and uh, Ben's are trash, but... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just want to give one more, because I've uh, I've been trying to find, like, because I have a lot of friends who aren't necessarily into anime, and so I've been looking for ways to introduce people to anime, and one of them that um, I've had a lot of good success with introducing anime is uh, um, A Silent Voice. Silent oh, Voice. Oh, boy. That's a really good... It has that a really a good entry level. A show. It's a movie, and and that's uh, why I'm why I'm yeah. uh, saying you should probably watch it if you if you don't want to have the like a whole season a whole season of stuff to watch and you want something it's that you can watch. Movie. It's a two hour movie. Um, is fantastic in every it's sense. Actually, of the, still at this point, my all time favorite movie that I've ever watched. It is fantastic. I could watch it again and again, and I have watched both it again Western and again and again. Movies and you know, yeah, it's all so movies. good. It's, it's my number one favorite. 
it's definitely my number one anime show if, if not or movie if not if not altogether i think that well. might be all of our favorite anime movies i haven't watched something that has affected me on an emotional and intellectual level more like, than that movie oh my, yeah. oh my gosh it's fantastic watch a silent voice please, please just please and, do and if you get anything from this episode please just watch a silent voice it's on netflix it will give you a really good, so good like i've shown it to people and and they like Okay, I'll tell you one thing. And the dub's is, totally great. My father well. does not watch animated movies very well at all. He will fall asleep in just about anything. It doesn't matter whether it's an action-packed animated movie or, or what. He will fall asleep. My father watched this movie and stayed awake during the entire thing and enjoyed it thoroughly. So if that doesn't tell you something about this movie... That I mean, I don't know what would. And, and the so. English is very good. In this it is, one. yeah. I think there's one scene that doesn't translate as easily, but it's still fine. It's you still, still understandable. You still get the impact of it. There's still. It's just there. There's a deeper huge. implication in the Japanese mm-hmm. on that one scene, but it's other than that, the English is totally, absolutely. Great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. You want to go over what we watched this week, just briefly, because yeah. this very has been. Briefly very long it has been it has been a long episode Uh, it may end up being announced i've actually been watching stuff yeah high five wow yeah Yeah. what have Uh, you been watching i've been watching uh my teen romantic comedy snafu a bit of it Mm -hmm. trying to get through absolutely it's it's great uh it's funny the way the show is first pitched to me it was actually by a co-worker uh what he told me was the protagonist is me yes and when i started watching i'm like oh this is an attack yep but he's right (laughs) (laughs) like snafu is like i think the best romance anime i've watched i I would say that it is the most uh mature uh, approach to relationships that i have seen in anime in a while while. i'm trying to think of something else the closest i can think of to it is um, either bloom into you, mm-hmm. um, um, or or Wotakoi, love is hard for Ntaku. Those are the only two I think even come remotely close to it. It's it's really good. It's really deep. Uh-huh. Um, it and it just gets deeper. Definitely as you go tries on. to be a more realistic approach at uh, high school relationships and romances. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's realistic in a certain aspect that I feel like... It has its absurdities. Well, I, I would say that it's so mature that it's almost unrealistic because I've seen so many high school relationships. The are almost too mature. Too mature. Yeah. That's fair, yeah. Like, I mean, they're also immature in their own ways, but yeah. they, they are too aware of their immaturities. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, at least the main three The main are. three are, yeah. All the other side characters, not so. Not so much, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's just a very introspective piece on our relationships with each other only other thing i've been watching is fate Khaled liner prisma ilia it's a weird title but if you're into the fate franchise it's it's, it's a magical so girl trashy in the fate fate universe. was just a, its own episode in of itself we we will get to that yeah but, we'll uh, get to the trojan horse it's, it's, <laughs> it's a very weird show is all i'll say oh, and i don't recommend watching it unless you've watched uh, any uh, other fate any other fate really any of them like preferably watch... like any of the stay night stuff but, mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. other than that what are you watching then i just finished um 
Monthly Girl Nozaki-kun. Oh boy, is that show funny. It is, like, I started it um, way back in August, and I didn't, I I dropped it a little bit, because I started watching other things. This is usually what happens to me, is I drop a show, and then just come back, right back to it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, After a little bit. Oh boy, is this funny. It is, it is a comedy of errors, and a comedy of the absurd, because everybody is denser than bricks, and everybody is in love with everybody but not at the same time and it's it, it's a romantic comedy it's mm-hmm. about this uh girl i can't remember her name but she's adorable and she really likes this really really tall dude named nozaki and she finds out later that this guy is writing her favorite shoujo manga mm-hmm Except he is the densest person on the face of the earth. He has no idea of relationships, even though he has the most gripping and relatable he's really relationships. Good. He's really good at writing them, but not good at like actually recognizing them. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. he can conceptualize them. Yeah, so like he goes in and I just think it's funny that you remember his name but not the girl's name because <gasps> his name is in title. I know. I I don't remember. So, so here's I know. the thing. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> My problem gay. with gay. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that. Ben. Nothing wrong. But you just need to be accepting of your. You know, I am interests. very into women, people. Um, so literally or metaphorically. It's funny Both. because, <laughs> um, so with and it's just very funny. It's got this very comedic cast of characters that have their own personalities. It's not super deep. It's not philosophical. It's a. It's just a fun watch. Um, also watched uh, the Girl Zoon Panzer movie. Oh so, boy! So, so girl, 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 girls and Panzers is exactly what you would expect the show to be. <laughs> it's a bunch of tanks, tank v tank combat, but everyone is just a cute anime girl. <laughs> and, and the and, laws of physics do not apply. And yeah, nobody I mean, dies. I, I, and nobody dies. At multiple <laughs> points should a lot of people be dead, or at least brutally maimed, but they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, but, uh, oh not man, fu- a barely tank just got exploded and they hit the ammo rack. They're okay. They, they <laughs> That must kill a lot of people. Not really. It's barely an inconvenience. Yeah. If you, if you like cute girls and you like tanks, <laughs> you like explosions. You'll probably have a good time. Yeah, like Just don't take it too seriously. Yeah. This show is so, uh, and even more so, the movie. The movie took everything that the show had and was like, "Let's do three hundred and sixty drifting tanks. Let's have tanks fly up in the air and do acrobatics." <laughs> Let's let them have them like. At least the tanks are there. The tanks are very much there, and it's you have so. Girls and you have panzers. Yes. What well, doesn't more. matter if it's realistic <laughs> panzers or realistic girls. It's, it's just so. As better. It's it's absurd, but it's so fun to watch. I think I literally just started screaming on the screen. There's no way that's physically freaking possible. Honestly, you and Ryan both were yelling very loudly. Yes. All the time. Yes, yeah. you could hear it. Yes. Even through we were, our headphones. We were like, what is going on? <laughs> it's so absurd. But it, it's a fun watch. It, 
not not making anybody's top list of anything. But right. Ryan's our other roommate. I don't think we've mentioned him before. Yeah, he's a cool uh, guy. He's, he's not he's not a weeb at all. Uh, but he watches the occasional. Anime. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's just kind of like you are in our presence. Yeah. The TV is on. It's probably anime. He walks into the living room. Guess I'm watching out. anime. Watch it, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, Although he is a, a particular fan of girls and panzers, however. He likes that show. He likes girls and he likes panzers. So makes sense, you know. Um, you can like that too. Yeah. Without being a weeb. What about say, you, Duncan? So, um, last week I tried to explain a little bit, uh, I, I watched again, I'm watching, uh, the journey of Elena, the wandering witch Elena. Um, and I think I've got an even better way to explain it. It's like Star Trek if they would actually follow the directive. Like, Ooh. I'm just saying, Ooh. basically that's what it's about because I mean, the whole plot of Star Trek is <laughs> people they make have their directors, their codes, their policies and everybody and they don't follow it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. So uh, it's, it's interesting. I love it because you don't necessarily love the protagonist, which is a really interesting perspective. Is you're Elena an outsider. Yeah. yeah. You're an outsider looking at Elena, who is an outsider looking on to this, these cultures and these situations in which she is just a normal person. She's been told that she's a normal person her whole life. That even though she is this, like, gifted witch, who, by the way, you only become a witch, like, usually after you're 30 years old. She's, like, 16 at this point. Or, no, she's 18. She's 18. That's right. They specifically said she was 18. She was 16 at the beginning. Yeah, she was. So she was 16 at the beginning of the show. She aged up to 18. She's a witch now. She's traveling. But her mother is, even though she's special, like, she's so special that her mother has to stress constantly that she's just a normal person. And so now she's going on this journey as a witch with this idea that she's a normal person. And being a normal person, she doesn't have a right to change things and to um, kind of influence, put her will on uh, on things. Does that make sense? Yeah. As much as she wants to, um, sometimes she just doesn't, like, make waves. And it's very interesting because you're seeing this without the traditional, oh, that's wrong, and I'm going to spend two episodes solving this. She's like, nope, that sucks, and I wish I could help you, but... And now that I know she's 18, turning safe search. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh um, but yeah, that's one of them. So, so she's like the protagonist of Mushishi. I've never seen that. But... Oh my gosh. Another anime you should all watch is Mushishi. Oh. If you're an anime fan, it's a slow driven, uh-huh. um, almost melancholic, sober look at spirituality. And um, he goes to these different places that are infected with different spirits or mushi, and he tries to solve them. And it's like part relaxing, but also part horror, because some of the stuff that these mushi do to people is absolutely terrifying. Interesting. Um, great anime, uh, just don't watch it all at once because you will get very bored. It is a slow show. So, yeah. So Um, anyway, Elena, dark fantasy, very dark fantasy, by the way, like very kind of scary deaths and anyway, would not suggest you watch that with your children. Um, but it is definitely very interesting psychologically and, and so, and sociologically. So I would give it a watch if you want to. And then another show I watched is called The Pet Girl of Sakuraso. And I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know, because I haven't actually heard it said by someone who knows how to pronounce Japanese. Um, But it's basically a a love letter to the creators. 
to just creators in general, um, which really hit hard for me because we are starting this podcast. Right. Um, and the idea that, like, you know, being a creator doesn't necessarily mean, like, you are the most talented person in the world. In fact, oftentimes being a creator, you are not a very talented person at all. And because of that, you put in more work than sometimes the more talented people will. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes that all that hard work will end you failing. Ben is especially not talented. Um, well, and, and it's like, it's, that's the, what I'm talking about now is those are all the themes that this show covers. And it's really interesting um, because it, it, it shows the main character who is one of these people who, who wants to be a video game developer. Okay. But he's not like necessarily the most talented person in the world. But the people around him, all of them, Almost all of them are very talented people. And the girl that's like the main love interest, she's actually like, uh, this is kind of a side note, they portray autism really well. Um, The main love interest is this kind of slightly autistic girl who is just really fantastic artist. And um, it just shows kind of the difference between like the struggles that he has as like a slightly non-talented person versus the struggles she has because she's so talented. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a fantastic love letter to creators of both sides who are naturally talented and unnaturally talented um so really cool if you i would definitely suggest it if you are starting to get into and starting to feel a little bit just depressed when you're going to this creative into a creative outlet and you're feeling like you're not moving anywhere watch this show because it really uh brought my spirits up helped me feel like you know Hard work isn't wasted, even if it's not going. If it, if even if it doesn't bring you where you think you should be. So, and those are the two shows I think I've been really watching recently. Yeah, um, thanks for watching with us. Yeah. I mean, listening. not watching, thanks listening. For, thanks for sticking around for uh, this uh, longer discussion. Yeah, it's. Uh, we might split this into two episodes. Maybe not. Maybe we'll just release Maybe. Well, we'll one just episode. Li- I don't know. <laughs> we'll probably just post it. Probably just post, just post it. it. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see you all next time. And just remember to keep loving each other. Keep trying to help out. Especially these times. Yeah. Just have a good day. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Ooh. I will murder.